Hang in there, everybody. Something tells me I boo-booed. I'll have the full opening and talking points in just a moment. Let me just uh, make sure oh, they can't hear me at all. Why can't they hear me at all? Okay, I was starting to get nervous. Let's try this again, shall we? <laughs> Starting a Firefox News Online, take two. Uh, something ain't hooked up here. I think I see the problem. Yeah, I do. I forgot to connect. I forgot to connect the outbound audio from the from the clip computer. Silly me. <laughs> okay, let's try this again. <sighs> You're in for a glitch, you son of a bitch. You screwed it up. Uh, let me see now. I know, folks. Usually, usually this stuff works pretty darn good. Uh, let's try this again. All right. Hey, audience. Watch me pull a radio show out of my hat. Nothing up my sleeve. Presto! Yeah. Ooh, I gotta get me another hat. Okay. An internet video broadcast. Whoopsie. 
Let's uh, start that from the beginning, eh? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I goofed. I boo-booed. But I'm entitled. I'm the host of this Megillah. I'm the guy that runs this Megillah. In other words, there ain't no Megillah Gorilla for sale in this joint. Opening! Take 10,505. As the crow flies. Welcome to Firefox News Online, America's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules are very simple. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room. And if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. Also, bear in mind that this is a roundtable discussion format, so please... No cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, and education. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. And now, on with tonight's broadcast. of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. try that again without causing my eardrums to go completely off their kilter. <sighs> okay. Oh, you know, I really hate... This is... What's today? What's, what is today? And if anybody says Monday, I'm going to shoot them. 
right in the schnozola with a, with a five-knuckle shuffle. No, it's it's terrible Tuesday. Yuck. Terrible Tuesday it is. Uh, figures. Uh, well, that's right. Tomorrow is hump day. And we know what happens on hump day. Uh, at least I think we know. All right, I'll have talking points for you in a sec here. It didn't transfer over, which really is kind of a bummer. Really is a bummer, you know. I'll be readjusting my uh, my shit here all fucking night. I can see that now. Uh. Well, how do you like this? I forgot to even... Wonder it didn't transfer. Forgot to switch on the uh, file transfer system. No wonder it didn't wake. <sighs> Somehow I get a feeling today is, is is the Tuesday I wish happened last week instead of this week. Of course, we know what that means. All unholy hellski breaks looskies. Okay, so here we go with that. And then we'll push these two buttons here. And then we'll kind of hit that button there. And uh, let's see, we'll do this. And then uh, wait for that to open. And then we'll wait for this thing to open. And then we'll have to click on that and that and that and a lot of clicking going on here hmm I know folks the host of the show is having a bit of a momentary lapse in total uh, sanity but don't worry he's uh, he's getting the best of care it's called Pepsi Cola shh you did not hear that from me Okay, so refresh that and open this, and here it comes, talking points, finally. And now, America, it is time for talking points. The views and opinions expressed in talking points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Tonight in my talking points, two things, possibly three. First, another night with earlier curfews in New York City is now prompting a lot of speculation. That speculation is what the hell is the point of an earlier curfew when the rioters laugh in your face while they're trying to either break it, burn it, or whatever else they're planning to do about it. Then, of course, there's the 
onslaught of looting that goes on in this day and age, and it's getting a little out of hand. And I know that there's some people out there that are probably wondering, well, okay, well, what about, you know, how do we, you know, um, they're just sitting there hemming and hawing pretty much the whole time. And then there's the politicians and the news media, the so-called news media. Well, here's what I've discovered in my uh, having gone through as much as possible today, the media's response, the politicians' response, is there really a difference? Probably not. So what I've come across, what I've discovered in no uncertain terms is a onslaught of stupid combined with an ever-reaching momentum of insanity and, of course, lunacy. That's what politics is. Then, of course, there's the violent rioting that's going on since the weekend. Wait a minute. The same description for politicians seems to apply to this, too. And then there's Antifa. With everybody wearing a mask, how can we tell the Antifa member from the average John and Jane Q public? I mean, it's kind of a catch-22, really. But let's face the reality. Nobody in their right mind is going to be out there throwing stuff through windows, stealing you know, merchandise, and just plain being an idiot. <laughs> That's not the average John and Jane Q public. What it is to me, and this is kind of a, a given, is thanks to the Democrats, thanks to these liberal idiots on the Democratic side of the aisle, Antifa was born, and nothing has been done about them since their inception. Let me say that again. Nothing has been done about them since their inception until President Trump decided to consider them a terrorist organization. And when did Antifa start? Yeah, I think you're getting it. Are you? Oh, I think I hear the wheels are spinning. And if your answer is during Obama's hostage holding of the presidency for eight years, you would be right on the money. And of course, there is the, uh, well, rather distasteful thought that we figured they'd gone away. We figured that Antifa was gone for good because we hadn't seen or heard from them for the last three and a half years. Um, nope, they're still around. They were just waiting for their marching orders from the Democrats and, of course, the funding from George Soros. Now, even though George Soros is not in the United States currently, that doesn't mean he doesn't have minions doing his dirty work here in the States. So why isn't George Soros being investigated for possible ties to Antifa? Why isn't George Soros being investigated with possible ties to the Clintons, to Obama, to every Democrat sitting in Congress? I'll tell you why. Because nobody has connected the dots except for you and I. We, the John and Jane Q. Publics of America. And I think it's time, well, it's past time, that changed.
I think it's time we sent a message to the President of the United States and asked him to have the Department of Justice do just that. Get a U.S. attorney to do a criminal investigation into George Soros and ties to Antifa, ties to the Clintons, ties to the Democrats, because of everything that has been going on for the last three and a half years, including and not limited to the election of 2016. So there you have it with that part of the talking points. Now I'm going to go into something a little more localized uh, here in New York, especially. seems that uh, Governor Cuomo of New York is kind of having a hissy fit with Bill de Blasio and threatening to displace his honor, the mayor of New York City. Hmm. Gee, I wonder why that is. Could it be that de Blasio's response to the rioting, the looting, the pillaging that's going on in ye old New York City is kind of out of control and de Blasio's at the center of it? (laughs) I would say so. I mean, you want to talk about leadership? Democrats, you want to talk about leadership and the lack of leadership, claiming that Trump lacks leadership in this situation? Well, you know what? There's an old saying, and one that I've said before on this broadcast, and that is, whenever you point the finger, you always have three pointing back at you. Gee, is there a lack of leadership in the governor's mansion? Yep, I'd say there is. Is there lack of leadership in New York City? Yep, I think there is. Well, you know what? You would be right. I would? Yes, you would. I would? Yes, you would. Okay, let's... (laughs) You get the idea, folks. I don't think I have to spell it out for you too much. But let's face the reality here. Let's face the reality of the situation. It comes down to this. If Governor Cuomo has that kind of stroke where he could displace the mayor of New York City, well, let's see. Um, uh, Let me see now. Think back, folks. Okay. Who is the deputy mayor of New York City? Does anybody know? Hmm. Now, that's a toughie, isn't it? Even I don't know. I'll have to look that up. I'll do that during the course of the broadcast. But in the meantime, think about this. Democrats keep screaming, Trump's no leader. Trump lacks leadership ability and all this other bullshit. Well, you know what? Here's the deal. There's another that lacks leadership. Actually, a whole bunch of them that lack leadership. Nancy Pelosi and the entire Democratic delegation in Congress... And, of course, the Senate minority in the form of the Democrats. Yes, folks, that's exactly who I was leading up to. No doubt in my mind that the Democrats in both the Senate and the Congress have failed miserably as leaders. Uh, I wouldn't call them leaders exactly because they're more like followers. They're led by the nose by the DNC and their propaganda arm, MS. LSD, as uh, No Way would say, Uh, that's MSNBC for all you uh, yahoos that don't understand the humor in calling it MSLSD, because they got to be on LSD to spew some of the stupid crap that they spew. Mm, That's a 
topic for another time, of course, but think about this. If it wasn't for the left-leaning liberal media causing all kinds of trouble, causing all kinds of insanity, making waves at the White House, they wouldn't have anything really to talk about except gasp. Could it be? The only thing they'd be able to talk about is the news. And oh my God, I just got a brainstorm. Not a brain fart, folks. There's a difference, but a brainstorm. Here it is. Think about it. It is and always has been reporting the news, which they haven't really done. And of course, that means reporting it honestly. Oh, that's definitely not going to happen with MSLSD, uh, MSNBC. Uh, so I, I think it's a safe bet that if you're going to have a propaganda arm and you're a Democrat, why not have the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Huffington Post, the New York Daily News? Oh, and let's not leave out CNN, whose new name is Fake News Network. Well, there you have that. Think about this, folks. We have very little in the way of, how can I put it, honest journalism out there? I mean, yes, One American News Network is an honest journalistic adventure. They are quite good at what they do. I give them a lot of credit. And Fox News, eh, kind of lately 50-50. But they're still top of the ratings in the cable news wars. So I think it's a safe bet that if you're going to claim to be the best, you better prove you're the best. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend this broadcast all over the globe on social media right now. Oh, and by the way, I was looking at an item before I close out Talking Points, and it had to do with Twitter, you know, how they fact-checked President Trump. Well, they're not doing that to anybody in the Democratic Party. Gee, I wonder why. Like I said, hashtag FFNOP. Hashtag FFNOP. Trend this broadcast globally on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. And, of course, if you're tuned to Firefox News Online on the Internet radio platforms and Internet video platforms, that means you have tuned into the one show on all of the Internet that asks the burning question... Do you trust a Democrat? Because if you do, I got Swatland in Buena Persia to sell you. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the broadcast. I am your <clears throat> ever-present furry-faced friend. That's right, I am growing a freaking beard. Hard to believe. Yes, I have a beard coming in so thick. That when it turns snow white, I can then play Santa Claus. Although that, that is my friend Boyd's deal up in Alaska. I'd be the East Coast dude on, on this end doing it. So, you want to scare kids? Hire anybody else but us and bad idea. Well, I don't plan on playing Santa Claus. The Grinch, maybe. But Santa Claus, I'm not so sure about. Anyway, welcome to Firefox News Online, as I said. 
347-945-5747 is the number to call. And, of course, join me even as we speak from the Lone Star State. I've got Gunslinger hanging in there. And, of course, from down in Louisiana, down by the by the by the by the by is our good buddy is our good buddy the crazy Cajun himself, Mike. Gentlemen, good evening. And how you doing? Hi. Okay. I gotta do two things. One, I gotta switch my video feed my video view for a second. And then two, turn off my air conditioner. <laughs> my air conditioner is drying and you dead fell. That's not all needed now. Ah, much better. Oh. Ah. I needed to cool down the uh, studio a little bit. On account it was a little warm in here. Just a little. So, anyway. Like, uh, what's up, fellas? Well, first things first, uh, George. The deputy mayor of New York City is one J. Philip Thompson. That's the deputy mayor. Up there, so I don't know. Ah, you, know. you decided to do a little look see, huh? Yes, sir. Well, hey, trust me when I say somebody was going to get it. Either I would, or Gunslinger would, or you would. Yep. One of us was going to get to it, but you you did it while you were listening to me talk about it. I guess. Yeah. I can definitely deal with that. See, this is my this is why my audience, folks, is so good at what and, and they're so cool. They listen to this broadcast and then go, "Hey, I got an idea. I'm gonna get, I'll search it out and I'll and I'll show George we do pay attention." Mm-hmm. We're That's not correct. like most liberal. We're not like the the people who listen who watch and. Watch MSDNC. They're oh, you mean MSLSD? Yep. They're just there to yeah. be there. They don't do anything. Same thing for the CNN, FNN people. They don't do anything. They're just there. You know? Tell me about it. Well, I mean, I would say that they're there, but the ratings say otherwise. Look, I'm going to tell you something flat out. MSNBC and CNN's ratings have dropped so badly that Satan himself is getting nervous of them taking over. That's how far down it's gone. The devil himself yeah, he's, is sitting he's fearing Jeff Zucker. I don't want Jim Acosta here. He scares me. Gunslinger, how you doing, brother? 
Oh, nice and finally drying out from all that rain last week. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got a lot of rain down your way. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a bit. Think about this. It could be worse. You could have ended up with, with if it were winter time, you could have ended up with a lot of snow. Eh, probably not because, like I said, we don't get real, we don't get a whole lot of snow down here. Or we get it maybe a light dusting here and there, but except for the Great Blizzard of 2010, uh, everything had the exceptions. That was that was exception. Damn for damn for. <laughs> well. Be thankful. Seriously. Right. Be thankful. Bing! I mean, damn June bugs. You want some? June bugs, I'll pass. And we, we get it even less down here. Well, I We get it every, let's say, significant snow. Every, let's say, 50 to 20 years. Maybe. If that. So it's a big deal is when it happens. Down where I am. Now just be thankful things and, are uh calm for the moment. Because weather wise Summer's going to be a bitch. I can feel it in my bones. Anyway, time to get down to business, gents. Business. And by the way, the only weather that Nancy Pelosi likes is when it rains her martinis. So, to start off with, get some of the preliminary stuff out of the way, we'll start off with the uh, social media bull. It seems that uh, Twitter fact-checks Trump more than him, he gets fact-checked like mad, but then, of course, there's uh, no fact-checking of leading Democrats. I get this. Well, they... No, go ahead. Uh, no, the thing is, is, there's certain Democrats they really can't fact-check because... If they fact check them, they have to fact check everything, and there's just too much there to fact check. For instance, I don't know, Joe Biden. Oh yeah, and and some of the and, and yes. the, the leading Democrats that they don't want to check are like Pelosi, Schumer, uh, you know, people like that. 
But check this out. Here's 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 what. <laughs> Tongue tied, folks. Bear with me. <laughs> it appears Twitter may not be following its own guidelines when it comes to fact checking U.S. politicians on the other side of the aisle from President Trump. The San Francisco-based social media company has not placed fact-check labels on tweets from Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, and Nancy Pelosi, who are all Democrats, obviously. The three in separate tweets said peaceful protesters were tear-gassed and removed from Lafayette Park before President Trump's walk to St. John's Church on Monday evening. The United States Park Police said violent protesters who were throwing projectiles, including bricks, frozen water bottles, and caustic liquids, were given three warnings before authorities moved in to clear the area. Park Police also said no tear gas was used. No tear gas was used. Oh, okay by any law enforcement officers who assisted in clearing the park. The orders to extend the perimeter in Lafayette Park were given by Attorney General Bill Barr. And while Barr was surveying the area ahead of Trump's arrival, an individual threw a bottle at him, administration officials stated. The Trump campaign said every news organization that reported the tear gas lie should immediately correct or retract its erroneous reporting. Twitter's new fact check policy focuses on civic integrity, including the election and COVID-19, according to the company. Twitter did not immediately respond to uh, Fox Business Network's request for comments. Neither did representatives for Biden, Schumer, nor Pelosi Tuesday evening. The company last week put a fact-check label on one of Trump's tweets for the first time after the president stated his opinion that mail-in voting would lead to election fraud. The label told Twitter users to get the facts on mail-in ballots. Twitter in the past has blocked tweets and suspended accounts of users who broke its rules. And then, of course, there's the shadow banning and stuff like that. And Well, you know, it is what it is, I guess. That's their way of proving to all of us that Twitter does to conservatives what they refuse to do to their Democrat friends. So, Mike, let me put this to you. If if the shadow banning, the uh, fact-checking of conservative politicians like President Trump is the only fact-checking they're going to do while people like Pelosi, Schumer, and Biden get a free pass, wouldn't that make them a liberal 
social media access and thus making them, oh, I don't know, uh, one-sided? Well, yes, it would. And not only that, I've said it before. Yes, their their responsibility is to their shareholders, all right? And Twitter is a publicly traded company, all right? But, but what they have done here is created the public square on the Internet. Them and Facebook and, well, most of the other things are either owned by them or Facebook. So, you know, like... Other than YouTube, um, but yeah, they've created a public square. And in, in, in doing this stuff, they're you know this should be the one of the freest places ever, you know, and in terms of getting your message out and 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 this. And if they're if they're doing all this stuff, one, it's against the Constitution, you know. You're shadow banning people that you don't agree with that should have a voice, but you don't agree with them, or you're doing all this stuff, or you're removing tweets from some president, vice president, whatever, you know. And it, you know, it shouldn't be. It, it's unconstitutional. To, and oh, and don't get me started on the quote terms of service end quote. All right. So yeah. They what they are doing is may be good for their shareholders, but it's not good for the constitution. Like you go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And 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 what 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 kind of raises the bar on this is the fact that when you talk about social media outlets like Twitter, who continually and habitually uh, attack conservatives in the manner that they do. Uh, it 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 really speaks volumes as to their so-called guidelines. Okay, um, I've been a, I've been on Twitter. Oh, good grief! I think since two thousand nine, give or take a day, and. Twitter to me is, you know, I, I, I go there to look into uh, various, uh, you know, various comments by some of these uh, politicians. Now, I'll give you a prime example. I just went to Twitter, okay, and in the last five hours, uh, Chuck Schumer said the following. We just demanded the Senate uphold Americans' rights and condemn President Trump's unconstitutional order to have federal officers use gas and rubber bullets on peaceful protesters. But Senator Mitch McConnell objected. We will not stop pushing for and demanding action. Okay, first of all, uh, Senator Chuck Schmuck, let me give you a piece of... uh, information that you probably haven't been made aware of because you're believing your own bullshit. And that is 
you'd call these violent protesters. They're not even protesters. They're just violent riot. They're, they're violently prone, more than just violently prone. They are violent rioters. They are criminal looters. They attack the police using frozen water bottles, using uh, bricks, you know, whatever they can get their hands on. And you expect the police not to respond in some fashion? <laughs> Rubber bullets, okay, first of all, yeah, they're, they're going to hurt like hell, okay? They are going to hurt like hell, and they're liable to bruise a few people, but they're not going to cause uh, serious bodily injury or death. Okay, that's number one. Number two, the use of tear gas to, dis to, to, to either disperse or back them off. If that's the worst thing the police do, I fully support the, the police using whatever means necessary to give these rioting jackasses a kick in the fucking pants and say, back off, motherfucker. Because if you think pepper, if you think that tear gas is the worst thing you got to deal with, how about those those nasty rubber bullets? Oh, there's a nasty idea. Oh, and let's not forget flashbangs. Yeah, flashbangs. Now I've never experienced rubber bullets or tear gas or flashbangs, but you see, <clears throat> in there lies the proverbial rub, okay? You're talking about non-lethal methods, whereas you get, you get some asshole throwing a brick at your face, one, is going to hurt like a motherfucker, and two, it could cause serious bodily injury or even death. Okay? These, these people that are out there in, across America rioting like they're doing, breaking into businesses and stealing their merchandise, attacking police with, with whatever they can get their hands on, these aren't peaceful protesters. They're thugs. They're violent, evil, sadistic thugs. And who do we have to thank for their actions? Democrats like you, Mr. Schumer, who live in a fantasy world. You live in a fantasy world, and let me tell you something. I live in reality. And the reality is, you are delusional. If you think that a person busting through some store window to steal the the merchandise, throwing bricks, frozen water bottles, and caustic chemicals at police is peaceful. If you think that those make them peaceful protesters, I'd hate to see what your definition of a violent protester is, or violent person who's rioting, pillaging, and all that other bull crap. Crap. Rip? Crap. Well, yeah, whatever. You get the idea. But then there's but then there's New York State's illustrious governor 
King Cuomo the second. His father was the first. <laughs> and trust me, I grew up in the Mario Cuomo years. Mario Cuomo, uh, him and An him and his son Andrew are both two peas in a fucking pod. Believe me. Well, Andrew Cuomo, the so-called governor of New York State, said the following about 11 hours ago, according to Twitter. There are those who want to intentionally blur the lines between peaceful, legitimate protesters and looters. The president is among them. They want you to watch the videos of the looting, not the video of Mr. Floyd being murdered. Uh, excuse me? Uh, Andy boy. First of all, I showed in an op-ed that is available on Periscope to view for all the world to see this criminal cop and his cohorts extinguishing the life of George Floyd. People telling the cop to get off of him like that. He wasn't resisting. He was handcuffed and on the ground. So tell me something there, Mr. Cuomo. Why is that okay? Why is that why are people who riot, loot, pillage and plunder and attack the police with anything they can get their hands on? Why is that okay? Why are they considered peaceful protesters? Last time I checked, those were those were criminal thugs with an attitude problem. <sighs> you and Schumer are two peas in a pod, boy. You're both dumbasses. Oh, but wait a minute. New York City's Bill de Blasio. Oh, hey, wait a minute. There's Billy Boy. Who, by the way, Governor Cuomo is looking to uh, displace. We'll get into that a little bit later. But Mayor Bill de Blasio of New York City 28 minutes ago said the following. At Barclays Center now, very calm situation. So far, the curfew is certainly helping. Based on everything I've seen in Brooklyn and Manhattan over the last three hours. Uh, let me see. Now, one last Schumer tweet. And then I'll get some comments from the people on the phone lines. Of course, you can join in the conversation by calling 347-945-5747. That's 347-945-5747. Well, Chuck the Schmuck Schumer said President Trump, this is nine hours ago, ordered federal officers to attack peaceful American citizens exercising their constitutional rights by tear gas, by tear gassing them in a public park while military helicopters flew overhead. 
Okay, first of all, Schumer, you need to grow up from the neck up. And I'm looking at these tweets. All these tweets I just read have zero bupkis fact-checking. Yeah. Figure that one out, folks. All right, Mike. First uh, first off, George, there's a reason why Rush Limbaugh calls Mario from a Mario the Pious. All right? But that's neither here nor there. Uh, I mean... If there's if there's that much animosity that he's actually thinking of displacing this guy, something's up. And something's up big time, you know. I mean, that I mean, look, the uh, Blasio was actually elected, right? So he's by by uh, the will of the people. Well, the will of the people. What about the will of the people, uh, uh, Cuomo? The will of the people was to have this guy as their mayor. Even though he's a terrible mayor, that was the will of the people. All right? So why should you have the right to displace this fellow, you know, even though you don't like what he's doing? Why should you have that right, you know? I don't think he should have that right. Again, we're little people, George. Well, good question. Wish I had a good answer for you. I just don't know. Well, that would that would that would uh, take us to open their heads up and and get into their heads, which is mm, I don't want to do that. I probably won't come out of there. Of course, of course, we might find that there's absolutely nothing in there, so yeah, it's totally empty, and we have a lot of room to move. But hey. That's neither here nor there either. Well, look, Mike. We know that the that that we know that these politicians aren't going to get fact checked. We know that. We know that they're going to be left alone and allowed to spew their lies, spew their hatred of the president. Ad nauseum. The I don't know. I just don't know. I, I I'm at a loss. I'm actually at a loss here. All I can say is there's there's a fine line that should never be crossed. 
and these politicians cross it every day. They cross the line and blur the line between sanity and insanity. And I think it's I think it's a safe bet that you know when you talk about uh, you know the, the kind of uh, of gross dishonesty on the part of these Democrats, you, you look at them and you and you ask yourself, okay, here's 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 De Blasio. Not de Blasio, uh, Schumer. Schumer making all kinds of sick, twisted comments, saying that uh, these peaceful protesters are being tear gassed and all this. Well, if they were peaceful, why would the police be resorting to tear gas? I mean, it kind of, it kind of, you know, begs the question. So, right. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I mean, why? What would they rather? Would they rather tear gas, or would they rather, the, you know, them go out and get the fire hoses out like they did back in 1960, you know, and spray them down and use that to push them back, you know? But I, I don't know. I just don't know. It's, and I guess you guys up there have to deal with, uh, you got to deal with Cuomo because he's the governor. You live in the Hudson Valley. That's miles away from, you know, New York City. So you don't mm-hmm. have to deal with the Blasio. The Blasio is an idiot. His daughter is even worse. You know, she's a, she's a freaking uh, care, uh, uh, sympathizer. You know, uh, uh, with these people. Now, I'm not talking about the. Uh, I'm not talking about the true guys, the true, uh, the true guys who were doing the protesting. I'm talking about the criminals and the the, uh, the Antifa people. She's a sympathizer for Antifa, so but she's not gonna have anything done to her because she's the mayor's daughter. You know. So yeah, it's like, what do you want? It's a two-peer, it's a two-peer justice system there. Any other person that did that would probably be caught up and go 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 to jail. You know, not the mayor's daughter. No. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to put a a screen capture in the chat room on Mixler, and I'm going to show this also on the video platforms. I want you to take a good look at this this face. Now, this is a face only a mother could love, being sarcastic, of course, (laughs) but I mean, seriously, this is... Wait till you see this face. I mean, holy cow. Uh, let me see here. Uh, try and 
get this to, uh, there we go. Get ready, folks. This is Bill, De- this is the mayor of New York City's daughter. It's her mugshot. Wow. Um, yeah, if I were if I were the mayor of New York City and that was my daughter, I would very quickly say, you arrested my daughter because she did what? Keep her. <laughs> Seriously, I I would I would be I would be very quick to say, keep the bitch. Feel free. I mean Sweet Mary, Mother of God, this is this woman. This this is no, 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 no. You keep this by all means. Feel free to keep that. I mean that that is. I look at this. Seriously, you look at this face, and it's like. Remember what I said? I was being sarcastic when I said it. This is a face only a mother could love. And she made her, AOC. You know how I, I nicknamed AOC Bug Eyes? Yeah. <laughs> this is worse. That that mugshot makes her look really bad. I'd hate to see what she looks like outside of the mugshot, but you know, I'm not trying to be mean or nothing. I'm just just saying. I mean. Yikes. Holy shit. That's, oof. I, 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 folks, I, I, can, I can safely say without fear of contradiction, this girl puts the ug in ugly. Actually, it's like somebody once said, take the F off of the word fuck and put it in front of ugly and you've got fugly. This girl is <laughs> butt-ass fugly. <laughs> Trust me, she <laughs> is that. Um, from oh, the, been hit from my... Hold uh, on a second, Mike. Hold on one second. Uh, I have a viewer on Periscope. Uh, I want to try and get caught up here. Uh, this is from Cherokee Rose, and she says, "Wow, of course not. No censorship for the Democrats. Yep, no, there is none. Cherokee Rose, I'm telling you right now, they're not going to fact check the Democrats. They're not going to. And the reason they're not going to is because that's their friends. And and." She goes on to say that Twitter locked her out of her account like a year ago. See, this is what happens. Conservatives get locked out, shadow banned, whatever, fact checked. But can, but Democrats, nah. They're they're too saintly, don't you know? And of course. Uh, Cherokee Rose agrees with me when I when I call these violent, rioting, looting uh, criminals 
thugs. She said, exactly, thugs, media lies, saying they are peaceful. And that's it. And she's right. The, the media is telling the lie, too, calling them peaceful. Okay. I'm a protester. I'm protesting something. Something like the death of George Floyd. Okay, now I'm pro I'm out there protesting. I'm very peaceful, wearing a mask, all day, you know. But I'm I'm out there, and all I'm saying is justice for George Floyd. Now that's a peaceful protester. I've got nothing in my hands. I'm being very respectful, demanding justice for George Floyd. Now, flip side of the coin, let's say I was on that other side of the spectrum. I was one of those disgusting, demonizing thugs. I take a brick and I throw it out a window. I shatter the window. I go, ooh, I see a laptop that I can definitely put to good use. Oh, wait a minute, there's, a, there's an iMac. There's a Google Book. <laughs> I'll just say, I'll just grab one of each. Then I take the same brick. And I see the police. And I go, Your kind killed a man. An innocent man. And now I'm going to give you a nice message tied to this brick. Throw it like a football. Oh, I forgot to tie the message to that brick. All the while, I'm running down the street with my stolen merchandise, and I'm running, 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 and I'm a peaceful protester. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> and of course, uh, Charity Rose is enjoying the. The uh, the laughs here, but, and, but I, you know I I laugh and joke, but I'm I'm telling you folks right now I, I I'm not joking when when I say people who steal by breaking the windows and going into to stores and stealing the property you know that that, that the stores bought from from their uh, their uh, wholesalers and so forth you know. Taking thousands upon thousands of dollars in merchandise that, you know, they could not afford to buy normally anyway, I'm sure. When you've got people pelting the police with bricks, frozen water bottles, and caustic chemicals, and God knows what else. When you've got people attacking the police in that matter, and even hand-to-hand, -hand, if that's the left's definition of a peaceful protester, <sighs> we, we, there's, there's something wrong with this picture. Seriously, there's something fucking wrong with this picture. Okay? You know, I, I, I've done my share of protesting in my life. Back in back decades ago, in my hometown of Peekskill, New York, when they I've mentioned this on the show when they when the mayor and the common council wanted to put surveillance cameras up in downtown, 
me and a, a small handful of uh, Peekskill residents stood up and said, hell no, uh-uh, this is not a police state. We're not going to stand for that. But we did it peacefully. We organized people and went out there with signs and, and, and stood our ground. We went to the Common Council and stood before the mayor and the Common Council and spoke in the Common Council meetings. We did every single thing the right way, in a peaceful way. We didn't go out and go on a rampage. Schumer, Pelosi, uh, Cuomo, and God knows how many other Democrats are so deluded and completely out of their freaking trees as to think uh, this is, you know, this is peaceful protesting. Like I said, I've got swamp land, and I, I, I got swamp land somewhere that I could sell you dirt cheap. Democrats, I'm serious. This, this is crazy. Uh, I see um, Iggy Mom's in the chat room. No way he's been with us for quite some time uh, in the chat room, keeping an ear open and an eye open and so forth. Um, now, I don't know, Mike. Am I am I missing something here? Am I missing the point? Did I forget anything? Did I miss? Did I mischaracterize things? Uh, I don't think you did. I really don't. And that's the problem. You're not mischaracterizing things, and and you're not you're not missing anything, and it still doesn't make sense. That's bad. You know? You've got the facts. The facts really don't make sense. Conservatives are fact-based people. The problem is, if the facts don't make sense, then what? Yeah. See, to, to Democrats... Facts or whatever they say they are. To social media outlets like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, the facts are whatever they say they are. And you know, I've 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 come to the realization that if you're going to quote unquote fact check only conservatives, then you're you're doing a disservice to your users because you know there are a lot of conservatives on social media. Many of us try to offer a positive message for the American people, and we tell it truthfully when President Trump offered his opinion, and by the way, that's what it was, an opinion, okay? Social media, Twitter decided to put that fact-check nonsense on. 
Social media has gotten too big for its britches. That's what it really comes down to, folks. They've gotten too big for their britches. You gunslayer? Bless you. That was dinner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, these, these fuckers have just gotten too big. They need to be cut down a few notches, okay? Just like back in the 80s, back when Ma Bell was cut down. Okay, they, she got so big that the government had to step in, cut him, trim her little deal off, right? Yeah, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all of them. They all need to be, you know, gotten after. And with Trump signing that executive order that he did, uh, wow, <laughs> we may see some of them go out of business because it's going to bankrupt them. I guarantee it. Good enough for them. Good enough for them. They think they're so goddamn high and mighty. <laughs> Karma's a bitch. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's to the point where social media is taking far too many liberties, okay? They're taking way too many liberties. And as, as the article I read earlier pointed out, Twitter is a, is a San Francisco-based company, okay? They were created in the United States of America. So what I think has to happen what it needs to happen is, oh, God, here we go. I got a sneeze coming. Give me a second. For, uh, guys, guys, talk about you. Yeah, I mean. I was, I was trying to switch my video feed, and every time I sneezed, I, the, I moved the mouse. <sighs> Allergies. They're a pain in the ass. But it seems it seems to me that 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 Twitter, Facebook, Google, which owns YouTube, uh, they need to be brought down a peg. They really do need to be brought down a peg. Actually, a couple of dozen pegs, because, like I said, they, these companies were formed in this country, in America, which means they're well aware of the Constitution and what it says in that, in, in the, in that First Amendment, okay? So they need to be reminded that their terms of service can never trump free speech. Now, yes, we agree to their terms of service, but the terms of service should never override never override the first amendment all right we go from there to um uh, No. A Philadelphia man dies in detention of ATM rigged with explosives. Oh. oh. Yeah. Check this out. I saw that headline and I damn near fell on my fell fell out of my chair. 
And um, I'll uh, I'll post the link to the picture in the chat room so you can see what the ATM machines look like after they were blown to bits. Uh, make sure it'll open. Yep, it'll open. So while you look at that picture, those of you in the chat room, get a load of this. Explosives planted in an attempt to break into a Philadelphia ATM detonated Tuesday morning, leaving a 24-year-old man dead, according to local reports. The blast damaged the machine's electronic components, but left its safe intact. According to Fox 29, police found live explosives at the scene. First responders rushed the man from the sidewalk outside Sidekick's Sports Bar on North 2nd Street to Temple University Hospital around 6.15 a.m., according to Philly Voice. He was later pronounced dead. Investigators examined debris from the blast and a vehicle parked near the damaged ATM, NBC 10 Philadelphia reported. There were reports of similar explosions in other parts of the city as well, events that the city's police commissioner reportedly labeled as organized and coordinated. Photos and videos posted to social media show some of the damage. In one video, a group of men rush over following a small explosion. A crowd begins to gather at the scene, and eventually they take off. Protesters, excuse me, protests have popped up in Philadelphia and other cities in response to the Minneapolis death of George Floyd, who died in police custody after an officer appeared to pin him by the neck to the ground with a knee for more than eight minutes in an incident caught on video. And of course, we all know the, the events leading up to uh, Derek Chauvin, the, the former police officer, now a murderer. So there's no need to go any further than what I just read because the rest just goes into what we already know. Uh, with the exception of the following, as of Tuesday afternoon, the Philadelphia Police Department said almost 700 arrests had been made, most of them for things like curfew violations and failure to disperse. Uh, look, first of all, these people blowing up ATM machines that cost the life of, of, a young, of, of one man, if that's the Democrats' definition of peaceful protester, I'd like to know what they consider a violent protest, a, a violent person prone to rioting, looting, pillaging, plummet, uh, pil, uh, pil, pilfering. Let me try that again. <laughs> pilfering and so forth. I mean, come on, really? A man died because somebody rigged an ATM to explode so they could steal the cash in the safe and, well, they didn't get very far except for now they got a murder charge on their head. What do you think of that one, fellas? There's, there's Schumer's peaceful protesters. There's Pelosi's 
peaceful protester. Well, that was a hell of a draw. I'm I'm Gilla Gorilla. Go ahead, whatever I got. That that would be a hell of a withdrawal. (laughs) Damn, the hard way. Wow. These people, these people are crazy. I told you, and but they want to take your guns away. But you got to deal with people like this. I mean, I've been asked here. Well, why do I carry a gun here? Well, I like to protect myself. That's why, you know, be have it and not need it, and not have it and then need it. You know, caught with your pants down. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> there was one video I was talking about it last night. I think after after y'all after we signed off here, uh, some store. This cowboy was standing outside, cowboy hat and everything, fucking ordering these motherfuckers out of the store at gunpoint. It's fixing to get nasty if they don't if they don't put a stop to this shit. I mean, come down hard on them. They have to. You got you got to meet fire with fire. You can't say, please, looters, would you please stop? Would you please stop tearing up things and setting things on fire and doing all this shit? They're not going to do that. You have got to be heavy handed. Meat fire with fire. Go ahead. Only way it works. Say the truth. Meat <laughs> fire with fire. Go ahead. Only way it works. Say the truth. Sorry about the uh, audio. Uh, the audio bit there. Uh, I tried to mute the chat room on the clip computer, and it didn't take right away. Sorry about that, folks. I hate when that happens. Well, I'll tell you what. I've got a... You want to talk about about liberals going loco in the cabeza? Well, I'll tell you what. Here's, 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 here's one that really... Just in the neck. Now this is this is a um, Seattle council member in Seattle, Washington. Okay. <clears throat> Just to give you an idea of what's up here, this Seattle council member 
wonders why looting bothers people when people die every day. Well, take a listen to this, and trust me, uh, you're going to be sitting there scratching your head. People are willing to help do those repairs, and I'm extremely thankful that nobody was injured there. But what I don't want to hear is for our constituents to be told to be civil, not to be reactionary, to be told that looting doesn't solve anything. And, you know, it does make me wonder and ask the question why looting bothers people so much more than knowing that across the country, black men and women are dying every day and far too often at the hands of those who are sworn to protect and serve. People are willing. Okay. So, I don't know if that helped any, but let me give give you the uh, that is. I can get this into reader mode without the video starting again on the main computer here. Well, this far left Seattle council member, her name is Tammy Morales, stunned her own constituents this week after violent protests rocked her city saying she can't figure out why looting bothers people when people die every day. It does make me wonder and ask the question why looting bothers people so much more than knowing that across the country, black men and women are dying every day and far too often at the hands of those who are sworn to protect and serve. The mayor added, I want to acknowledge that much of the violence and destruction both here in Seattle and across the country has been instigated and and perpetuated by white men. Really? Uh, There's something missing in this. So, in other words, Mayor Jenny Durkin of Seattle is saying that much of the violence and destruction in Seattle and across America has been instigated and perpetuated by white men. Wow. Uh, Excuse me. And this from a white woman. And listen to this. About an hour ago, this brainless twit, this boneheaded tit, said the following. This is the mayor... Of the mayor of Seattle, Jenny Durkin. Just between trust between law enforcement and community is earned. Every single action with a police officer either adds to or takes away community trust. Right now in Seattle and in cities across America, we don't have that trust. But in Seattle, we're committed to rebuilding it. 
Well, that's very, very interesting. Um, yeah, when you have a police officer who decides he's going to, oh, I don't know, stick his knee into a guy's neck, cut off the blood flow to the brain, and cause the man to die, doesn't it kind of, oh, I don't know, isn't there, like, I don't know, a problem in this? Given the fact that it was a cop who killed a private citizen, while in police custody, on the ground, not resisting, while wearing silver bracelets called handcuffs. Hey, Mayor George, I think you're, you're an idiot. I know what you say. Bring him in, or okay, ready to Okay, I'm on it. But yeah, and it's it's, it's just go ahead, Mike. You know, this, this mayor sounds like she's taking one too many of El Cabong's guitars to the head, you know. You know, I mean, really? You're saying this stuff, really? And you're a white woman? Really? Oh, yeah, George. Well, you see, politicians have to play both sides of the, of the, of the proverbial fence. Okay? They they have to play that race card. Alright? Now, I'm sorry, but either this person is, com- either this woman is completely devoid of any real brain matter or I don't know. A complete lunatic? I've got no way on the phone line on the line with us. Good evening. How you doing, No Way? Uh, as long as the internet stays on, I'll be doing fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw when you said the. I saw what you said on, on, in, in private message to me on Skype, and uh, yeah, five minutes later, it went back out. <laughs> so you, you saw me in there and everything, but I, I couldn't do nothing. It was dead on my end, but it, it's back now. But yeah, what what you've been talking about, you know, what I've heard so far and everything, um, it, it is a problem when you have Democrats openly enabling these rioters, and telling them, it's okay. It's okay, guys. Expect it. Telling the American people, expect it. Expect your business to burn. Expect your loved ones to be drugged and beat half to death in the street by these people. Expect it. General Mills, not the serial, but the tyrant in Maine. Remember I told you the other day, she told President Trump, we have no problems in Maine. Last night, tons of vandalism in Portland, Maine. Tonight, there's a whole group of them there again. And so it's every. They keep enabling. This is a crime. 
it's a pure flat out crime and this is why I'm, I'm sorry but all these idle threats even from President Trump enough of the bullshit is enough enough of your idle threats you can't send in the National Guard unless a governor or a mayor ask for the help you do have the right believe it or not through the Insurrection Act to put down to execute the law with the United States military on our soil that's the Insurrection Act they cannot the only thing the posse comitatus protects the American people of is all of a sudden some president like Obama saying that's it he sends in the military to be civilian government like the commun- like communist china does you can't do that but in times of insurrection and the broad brush of domestic violence this is what we're seeing right now we're seeing a form of insurrection and domestic violence being enabled by Democrat mayors and governors of states allowing it. President Trump has the right to put the hammer down and protect all American citizens, their private property, their homes, their livelihoods, the streets, all of it. Put it down. U.S. military. Now that cops have been shot, people have been killed, uh, even the protesters now are being shot by civilians because or criminals, protesters. These these rioters, these scumbags. They deserve to be shot. This is the time that this <clears throat> insurrection and this time of domestic violence has to come to an end. This he has the right under even it's this PDF that I have right here. I just wanted to let everybody, let me bring it up. And it's it talks about when times of exemption. This has been put in the first time it was used was in 1879 when the governor of Nebraska asked for a regiment to come and protect a courthouse where a hardened outlaw was being tried. For his crimes so they brought the United States military in to protect the courthouse from it be what you're seeing in the streets today now under these the president has the right you take like the Coast Guard the Coast Guard has broad law enforcement powers they're called statutory exemptions The Posse Comitatus Act does not apply where Congress has expressly authorized use of the military to execute the law. Congress has done so in three ways. One, by giving a branch of the armed forces civilian law enforcement authority. Two, by establishing general rules for certain types of assistance. And three, by addressing individual cases and circumstances with more narrowly crafted legislation, thus it has vested the the Coast Guard that has large 
But at the same time, second, over time, it has enacted a fairly extensive array of particularized statutes like those authorizing the president to call out the armed forces in times of insurrection and domestic violence. Finally, it has passed general legislation permitting the armed forces to share information and equipment with civilian law enforcement agencies subject to restrictions on engaging in direct and active law enforcement. So now that all of this is being enacted and allowed by these Democrats, which they don't care about protecting life, they don't care about protecting your freedom, your business, your private property. To help do the-, the president has the right to enact the Insurrection Act and turn the military loose to do what needs to be done. Period. <clears throat> End of story. This is why you hear the Democrats, you hear media, and they're pushing... Con- These are peaceful protests. Peaceful protests. No, they're not. A peaceful protest is when you go to a large area, you're not stopping everyday traffic, you're not shutting down people's businesses so they cannot conduct business on a regular basis with customers and everything because nobody's allowed in. The protest, the so-called peaceful protesters won't let anybody in. You can't open your store. You can't go shopping. You can't even leave your house. This is now an insurrection and a direct attack on our civil liberties. It's time for President Trump to show his balls, yank them right out, flop them on the ground. I don't give a shit. But do your job. Because what this country does not want is what is being seen in many neighborhoods, just like this one around here. I was talking with my neighbors today. We're all heavily armed. We're all loaded, we're all ready, and the second the shit hits the fan, blood is going to fly. We've had it. We're not going to deal with it. Because they're doing the same thing in Portland. We're going to hit the suburbs. We're going to hit the suburbs. We're moving out of the cities. Go ahead. You're going to get dropped. Period. Done. End of story. So, they do have the right. What they cannot do, the only thing the Posse Comitatus Act does now to protect America is, like I said, they cannot just move the military in and become civilian government. They cannot send out the National Guard unless they ask for help. But like in New York City, where de Blasio is refusing to ask for help and Cuomo's trying to kiss up to his critics and oh well I'll displace de Blasio no he won't he's a pussy he's nothing but a big friggin pussy with his little nipple rings he's not going to do shit and that's where yes for something like New York the size of New York City Seattle Washington Los Angeles Sacramento Denver and a couple others that are still going on tonight. President Trump needs to activate the military and go clean it up. That's it. We're done. 
cops are being shot, people are being shot, uh, innocent people are being beat to death. It, uh, enough's enough. Enough. That's it. We're done. It, it's no. This is no peaceful protest. This is an insurrection. This is clear domestic violence, and domestic violence covers it all. Domestic terrorism, terrorism, the whole nine yards. And then they definitely need to unseal the indictments and go after the funders of this staged coup against America, period. Enough's enough. But what I'll do, George, so you... This is what RZ broke down last year. He broke this all down on his show. And, you know, I have thousands and thousands of PDFs and everything that I uh, hang on to. But hopefully, I think, I can send it to you on Skype. And you can drop it in your... uh, Let me come up here. Here we go. And and it does. This guy here, he's, uh, there's two different people. They're, they're legislative analysts, and, you know, they broke it right down. All the references are in there, uh, the whole nine yards. It's all in there. So everything can be, uh, everything is verified. There you go. You have it on Skype. Now, let me get back to the phone call. There we go. But in that in that PDF, it, it explains it all. It, it covers it all 100% that if Congress ain't going to do it, the president has the right to do it himself. And... See, they never used to be able to share. Um, local law enforcement could not use military intelligence and stuff like that. It was Barack Obama that changed that. Well, unfortunately, uh, no way. The PDF did not come up on Skype. Oh, it came up in your private message on the side, not on the one that's here. It shows that it went. The one-on-one message between you and I before I brought you on, that is. Yeah. And no, the last thing I, the last thing that's there from you was that your internet dropped, and I said okay. Oh, I sent it. Well, here I'll put it in this side chat as well. There it is. It says it just went. Ah, there it is. All right, and it gives me the option to download it too. Right. Cool. Yeah, man. it's just it's just a small PDF file or sixty-nine pages of <laughs> PDF file. I mean, th- this guy was thorough. Why did? Okay, I can see why that opened there. Because I'll tell you, you know what they didn't say? Guess the the latest time that it was used. Guess who used it last? George H. W. Bush. He used the Insurrection Act. And he put military on the street. But not many people are talking about that. Guess what? The, the, the same PDF you, you sent 
privately. Yeah. Finally showed up privately. <laughs> but it showed up real quick. It showed up real Thank quick. you, Mike Rocher. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Mike. I was just about to say that. <laughs> but yet it showed up perfectly, quickly in the chat. <laughs> On the, uh, on the call we're on right now. Right, on the side chat. Yeah. Microsoft is pretty bad. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They're, sending, they're sending truth. We better try to intercept it. <laughs> Earth to Mars. Earth to Mars. Please intercept. Please intercept. <laughs> Give me my Iridium 238 space modulator. <laughs> yeah. No comment. I know, and my na- my neighbor caught me today, and boy did he bitch me out. <laughs> oh. I, I got two big I... pine trees. I got two big pine trees in the front yard, and the branches were so big and low and everything. I went out with my branch saw, <laughs> started cutting them down, and then he saw I'd get halfway through a branch and. He come over and grabbed me. He, he, he read you the riot act because he knew you. You, you, you knew your, your your health situation, and he's oh, like, "Oh, yeah. really? You're going to do? It? No, 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 no. You're going to get an earful now, pal." Oh yeah, and he did. He gave me an earful, and then and then it was nice. He said, "What are you going to do with it all?" I said, "Well, I'm going to haul it down to the dump." It's only. He said, "Oh no, you're not. We're out of wood for our." Uh, our burn barrel that they set out there in the driveway at night and burned the, they hauled it all off about 10 big pine branches. The biggest ones were like three inches round, but he cut a bunch of them all down for me and they cleaned them all up. And so I went over and sat down and they started laughing because I'm always in my bare feet. You start cutting pine branches this time of uh, year the pitch pours right out of it, so the bottom of my feet got about a half inch of pitch and dirt and everything <laughs> else caked on. I even took a shower. I, you can't scrub it off either. You know, I'll have to slowly pick it off or use a soak my feet in something tomorrow and get it off. Everything. There's no way to get that stuff off off, off your skin. Pine pitch? Mm-hmm. No, no pine pitch. It. it, it that that stuff is almost the best glue you could ever find. And this time of year, right now, it, it you you cut a branch before I could even pick the branch up. The whole end was just pissing it. It's right wow. full of it. Mm. Oh yeah, these are the big white pines. I mean, I've got like twenty white pines on my property, right around the house. And the small, the smallest one is two feet around. The largest one's about three. I got, I got sixty to eighty foot, foot white pine trees all around the house. I keep them all trimmed up, and you know, so there's still sunlight. But in the in the summer, it's real nice. In the winter, it sucks because I. I do. I, every spring, we have a couple pickup loads right full of branches and everything else that the, the ice and everything take down. But yeah, what what's going on here now? This, this is just so friggin' ridiculous. I'm I'm pretty fed up with it. And from what the 
the rigged polls are saying they can't even rig the polls enough. Now they're saying that 58% of Americans say bring in the National Guard, and that's because they don't understand the law. Unless the governor or mayor asks for it, they can't. But if they refu- if they can't stop it and clear it up on their own, the president has the right to protect the American people and execute the law of the land. You see, you see exactly what you're saying. Exactly what you're saying is what happened with Katrina and uh, and uh, I call her Babano, Babalo Blanco, the the governor here. The, the 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 president at the time George W. Bush offered to send the uh, the National Guard into Louisiana to help with the hurricane at the time. She said no. Right. And people blame FEMA, Mike. People were blaming FEMA for not going and helping, and they didn't understand. It's because the governor and the mayor would not do it. They would not authorize Bush to do it. And then when things got out of hand, they had to. Because then again, Bush said, well, I'll have to use, like my father, I'll have to use the Insurrection Act. And so they said, okay. Mm-hmm. But right now, in Washington... She, yeah, what's that? Of course. I mean, she was... At the time, she was acting like, and this with that issue, she was acting like General Mills was, you know, or is, you know, this this she was, she's been one of the worst. She was the worst governor this state has ever had, and that's saying a lot. Being that we had several terms of Edwin W. Elbridge, who was a crook. But that's neither here nor there. Well, remember back in um, when Hugo went through the Virgin Islands. Mm -hmm. They asked right out. They said, whatever, military, National Guard, whatever you want, we need help. And the military was activated to go down there. Two hospital ships and like two brigades showed up, took over the Virgin Islands. Put down all the right, put down all the looting and the theft and the crime, and enough was enough. Well, well, and then again, you had again uh, just 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 to catch people up when they even when they sent them in to New Orleans, the uh, the the National Guard, they got misused. You know, oh, of course they by, did. Of course they did. Oh yeah, by guess who? By William Cole Cash Jefferson. You yeah. know, the guy who got caught with a whole bunch of cash in his freezer, who wanted to go get yeah. it out, and he used a military vehicle to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. But this is where I'm laughing right now, is because, you know, to to. To hear uh, little Cuomo boy there trying to act big against de Blasio, you guys are butt buddies. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's it's laughable. It it, it is laugh. And, and the funny thing is, George, you know that. 
Cuomo is doing this because he wants to run for president someday. And between the, vi- the, the virus and this, he's destroyed his chances of getting anything but a job in a, in a car wash. <laughs> if he's lucky to get that. Right. Well, you, you talk about uh, how he slams uh, de Blasio. Well, for, for people wondering what, what uh, Noe is referring to, get this. Cuomo on Tuesday slammed Bill de Blasio and his handling of riots in, the, in his city, calling it a disgrace and saying he has the power to displace the mayor, although doesn't want to at this point. The NYPD and the mayor did not do their job last night. I believe that, Cuomo said, of the mayor. Cuomo spoke after another night of devastation in the Big Apple after protests in response to the death of George Floyd, which these weren't protests, they were just, it was just plain rioting and it had nothing to do with George Floyd at this point. Again, developed in riots and looting. The New York City Police Department said that 700 arrests were made overnight. A half dozen police officers were injured, while at least six police vehicles were vandalized. Cuomo said at a press conference that the, mayor's under, that the mayor underestimates the scope and duration of the problem, suggesting he needs to deploy more police. You have 38,000 NYPD people. It is the largest police department in the United States of America. Use 38,000 people and protect property. Use the police, protect property and people. Look at the videos. It was a disgrace. That's what, the, that's what Cuomo was saying. In an extraordinary statement, he went on to say his option is to displace the mayor bring in the National Guard, and essentially take over. However, he said, I don't think we're at that point. He added, that would be such a chaotic situation in the midst of an already chaotic situation. I don't think that makes any sense. Cuomo was responding in part to calls from President Trump for him to accept his offer of a a dominating National Guard. New York was lost to the looters, thugs, radical left, and all other forms of low life and scum. The governor refuses to accept my offer of a dominating National Guard. Uh, NYC was ripped to pieces. This is what Trump tweeted. De Blasio, earlier Tuesday, announced that the city's curfew would be extended through the end of the week, following yet another night of looting, destruction, and vicious attacks on police officers. The decision to order residents to stay indoors from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. comes as de Blasio simultaneously urged local community leaders to not let outsiders attack by stepping forward, creating peace, and taking charge of their neighborhoods. The Democrats' administration so far has failed to stop roving bands of looters from ransacking everything from chain stores to mom-and-pop businesses in recent days. 
We are going to ensure that there are additional NYPD resources where they are needed, de Blasio told reporters Tuesday while announcing the curfew extension. We are going to work actively and strategically to stop any disorder. But again, community leaders need to be a part of this effort. We and do right not here, hmm? right here tonight in New York City, three to four hours after curfew, there's still a few thousand worthless punks in the street. Right now, tonight, again, in Seattle, they have them all corralled. In D.C., they have them all corralled. Uh, Portland, Oregon, they're all corralled. In some of these other cities, they finally. They've blocked everything off, and they're all corralled and stuck all in one big, large area. They can't get out. But in New York City, they're still roaming around. You know, it's it's pathetic. And, well, what they don't realize is that not only did they just get Trump reelected, but they all lost their jobs when they come up for reelection. They did. The, these mayors, like that mayor, you, you, I saw that earlier today, George, and it's like that white little trailer trash bitch needs to be hauled out and thrown right into the middle of a big bunch of Black Lives Matters with right across her head the N-word socks. That's just what, that's what somebody needs to do to her. Because she is inciting this riot in her city. That's exactly what she did. Well, Expect I'll, tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let me bring this up here. If at all possible. All right. This is Fox News Channel's uh, live, live showing of what's happening in Los Angeles, California and Portland, Oregon right now. Okay, the the screen to the left, Los Angeles. That's a police bus. Okay, that you saw just a moment ago, Seattle, Washington. Yeah, I see they're on the move now in Seattle. Oh yeah, and on and in Portland, Oregon, you see you, you see a a very large uh, presence of police and. There are protests. There are people out there. Whether they're yeah. peaceful, whether they're being peaceful about it, hard to say from this shot. But these people that riot and, and pillage and plunder, you know, they're not even. A, it doesn't even scare them that they're on camera live when it comes to um, when it comes to the news media. Well, of course not. Look, look, in, look at the whole state of New York. They got arrested last night for, for looting and arson and released. Remember, the new bail laws. So they don't care. They get arrested, they get released. They get arrested, they get released. They've done it to themselves. And it, it's truly, truly pathetic. 
and you can see in Portland, Oregon, it, there's, there's, there is a mass of people in the streets. Right. And it's like curfews don't mean shit to these guys, to these men and women that are out there. Right. Doesn't and mean a damn thing. And and here in Poughkeepsie, here in Poughkeepsie, they Trump did have a peaceful protest. It did not turn violent or anything like that. Yeah, but peaceful protests end at a decent hour, so that innocent people can have their peace and quiet. Period. And this ain't a pe. I'm, I'm sorry, it, it's not a peaceful protest. If I can't go down and open up my store in the morning and have customers come in and out and purchase their items or whatever and, and run a normal business when you've got 3,000 worthless punks in the street, now you're hindering on my freedoms and my liberties to run my business. That's not peaceful. No matter what they try to say, it, it's not peaceful. You want to do a march down by, fine. But when you hang out there all day and you just cost me some places a week's worth of business. A week's worth of business. Mm-hmm. And I still can't open. Enough's enough. That is no that is no longer a peaceful protest. That is an insurrection. We are shutting down innocent people from everything and we don't care and no enough's enough point blank enough's enough time to start building the big concentration camps and show these punks you want socialism you got it behind the gates Mm -hmm. there you go Mm -hmm. hook them right up to Where's Sheriff Opio with his chain gangs? Lock them all up into chains. Put them right out there. Now you're going to start. You're going to start cleaning your own mess. Now this is this this is a a shot. This is a I'm showing on the video feed a shot of Los Angeles earlier earlier on Tuesday, and you see all these people out there, and then. Now they're showing the shot of what happened Monday in 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 the state of Washington. You look at that, and it's and it's just insanity. And this yeah. Biden encouraging it. Yeah, he's encouraging <laughs> it. And they're all encouraging it. All right. That's are. And what really pisses me off is the fact that the media, you know, MSLSD, which is that's MSNBC for all you liberals out there, and CNN or FNN, fake news network. They'll, they'll, they're happy to just bask in the glow of what the Democrats say are peaceful protesters. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, show your show your video. The, the people on the video and stuff, that picture I, I sent you of how MSLSD used a clip from a the movie trailer for World War Z. That's what they Ooh. used. That's what they used, calling it, 
call, calling it the, the city burning. They, they said this was like Minneapolis or something was burning, and all this time it was the movie trailer. The person, the, the person I got it from has both shots, one from LSD Live, and the other one is the same exact shot on the movie trailer of World War Z. <laughs> it was so cute. Yep, I, I, I've got that coming up. I, oh, hang on a second here. I'll. Uh, I have to make a few minor adjustments, but uh, nothing too shabby. Let's see here. And move this over here. Okay, there's that. But I want to put it on the big view. So let me see now. That and 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 uh oh no we don't want to hear uh oh nope I I forgot what what the uh, image count was for it oh nothing big all right you're forgiven appreciate <laughs> <laughs> that thank you Reverend Millway. I I I I I dug hard and deep to find all this stuff. It took me all the two minutes. <laughs> Folks, when you see what I'm about to show you, you're you're you're, you're going to be like, "Are you for real?" And it was real. They played it. Come on. There we go. No, up, 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 up. What are you doing there? That's too much. I'll tell you all what you're getting at. If that friggin' spider on my front cam don't get out of my picture, he's dead. I'm done watching. <laughs> I hate spiders. I hate them with a passion. I do. All right. Folks. Take a look at what you're about to see, okay? RZ set this up, but I, 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 but I, you know, when I saw this picture, when he, when he sent it to me, I downloaded the picture so I could get a really good view of it. Yeah, this, from the movie trailer, World War Z, look at that. This is what MSNBC, or MSLSD, because they hadn't been doing some LSD to to realize, not to realize that they were showing a movie trailer image. I mean, look at that. That's pathetic. That is outright pathetic. Jeez. Oh, boy. I mean, holy shit. Give me a break here. Now I'll tell you what I'm going to do for for the benefit of those in the, that are in the Mixler chat room. I'm going to uh, put it up on my computer here and uh, do a quick screen capture here. All right. 
There we go. And we'll just copy that. And now we can close this up like so. And do 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 do. Yeah, this this wasn't RZ. I got this off and some other people that send me shit and that they find and. But there, there's the screen capture in the chat room. I'm dead serious, folks. This, yeah. this is, this is a, this is laughable. It really is. When, when you sit here and you see, a, MSNBC putting up World War Z imagery from a trailer, you have to ask yourself. How much LSD did these fuckers use? A lot. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> they certainly they certainly weren't doing anything uh, positive, that's for sure. I mean, you look at this. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. That, that's MSNBC and. It, it, that's the trailer for World War Z, and it's the same yeah. shot. It's the same Are thing. you fucking for real, MSNBC? <laughs> Are you fucking insane? Well, what do you expect? And I wonder why you have labeled them fake news. Right, right. What do you expect, George, when you have when one of that posts? is affectionately referred to as Moscow Maddow. You know? Right. Moscow Maddow. Uh, Mad Cow Maddow. Yeah. <laughs> Mumbling idiot. Mumbling idiot Mad Cow. <laughs> you know, I, I thought the insanity of trying to move from one apartment to the other was 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 bad. And listen, I've shown some pretty stupid shit the Democrats have, have done over the years, but that takes the fucking cape. <laughs> okay? Yeah. I mean, hello, MSNBC on top, World War Z underneath. Can you can you say out of their fucking mind? Yeah, I know can you, you can. Can you say white coat? I know you can. They yeah they need the guys with the white coats and butterfly nets. No one understands the fuck about that shit. I'm sorry, that's just too fucking nuts. <laughs> I mean, come on, really? No, I'll show it again, folks. I'll show it again. MSNBC on top, World War Z underneath. Can you say fake fucking news? I know you can. Do I really need to spell it out for you? <laughs> for the Democrats, you may have to. Yeah, I know. For the for the for the Democrats, yeah, you you may you may have to. 
<laughs> you may have to point, spell it out for them. Spell it out for them a whole lot. Oh, you really have to. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, quick for, for For all you snowflakes out there, let's go back to the second grade. F A C. No, no. K E M E W S. You got it? See, you throw the C in there and throw them off because then they're baffled. <coughs> Well, okay. S-F-A-E-W-S. Fake news. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, you go. Good go on, Jeffrey. Well, check this out, okay? Um, one of my, uh, one of my viewers, a viewer on Periscope, Cherokee Rose, uh, in showing the uh, image, and Cherokee Rose, please let me know uh, if, uh, through through Periscope, if I'm kind of hitting the mark, or if I'm miss, or if I maybe miss miscuing mis- here somehow, but uh, when I showed this picture, and I'm gonna, I, you know, I love showing this picture. I'm gonna show it again, just just, <laughs> just because I can. Okay, now Cherokee Rose says, "Oh man, oh my gosh, amazing." Uh, this is why President Trump calls CNN and MSNBC fake news, because they do stupid shit like this. Right. Okay? And, and yet people, people eat it up that watch those, net, those so-called news networks. They do. They eat that up like, like a friggin' bear to honey. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I look at this and I and I and I say to myself, how do they sleep at night, knowing that they're misleading the American people? Well, well, George, if you got a six million dollar contract to promote this stuff, think of all the Prozac and everything else you can take, and you, you sleep just like a baby. Mm-hmm. You just drug yourself up and go to sleep. Yeah, they they, they get massive uber amounts of thorazine. So they, oh yeah. Because yeah. it, it it reminds me of the second time I was in the the hospital for my lungs, and when they finally took the IV of prednisone out of my arm. After force pumping it for three days, I was jacked. But they they didn't come in and offer me. It begins with A, but it's something that knocks me knocks you right on your ass. But they they finally figured by about one thirty in the morning, I can hardly breathe, but I couldn't stay in the bed. I kept walking up and down the hall and 
looking outside and go back and set back down and get back up. And she came, do you want your Adderall now? Yes. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> when they put an IV of 1,500 milligrams of saline solution with 150 milligrams of prednisone and they pump that into your veins within six hours, you're jacked. And they do this, and when one bag ran out, they came in with the next bag, and when that one, they'd done this for three days. That is to tell you how jacked I was. By the time they took the IV out of the top of my hand, the whole top of my hand was one big massive bruise. Everywhere they poked me with a needle to give me other medications was a great big bruise. That's how bad the prednisone hit me. And that was three weeks after they just did that to me. And now they're doing it again. But that yeah. is it, just like, no wonder these guys sleep. They, they got a drug. They got six drug dealers on speed dial. Oh, I got caught in fake news. I got caught in fake news today. Please, I need help. I need sleep. Sure thing, Mad Cow. Be right there. And frankly, look. Sure thing, Lemon. I, I put, be right there. And frankly, George. Uh, 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 You're muted, George. No way. We would. We were talking about. Uh, I, I was on another. I was on. I was on another uh, radio show. We were talking about. Uh, we were talking about the, the president's press conference and stuff, and and his. Uh, you know, and and we were talking about the reporters that are there, and we were talking about how CNN sends has sent two reporters. This woman that asked him a question, and of course. The idiot that is, we know who I'm talking about. Uh, uh, Scarborough. No, no, no. Hold, CNN. Hold that, hold that thought for one CNN. second, Mike. Hold that thought for one second. I want to show people uh, the, the video. Uh, just moments ago, I was looking at the Fox News feed, and they were showing a live shot of Portland, Oregon, and it looked like they it looked like uh they were they were uh firing pepper spray or something because uh, there was heavy smoke for for a few seconds and people started to start running like 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 bulls in a china shop so uh we're they're showing the the live shot of Portland Oregon again and uh you see, the crowd is is literally dispersed, is run is running and scattering. So, uh, Portland police must have used uh, tear gas or something uh, to disperse the crowd. And uh, but now this is when the looting hits. They blame it on we were in a peaceful protest. And they shot us with tear gas, so we're going to burn stores now. It's like, no, there's a curfew. I, I still say you need to surround them, go marching in with every cop you get your hands on, and you, you arrest them all. You, you just start hand, you know, zipping their hands together. Take them all. Who cares? A couple thousand? Take them all. Exactly. 
That's what they make zip tie cups for. Right, right. So you're done. We have a curfew for a reason. It's time for you to clear the streets. And when you disperse them like that, that's when shit starts getting busted and destroyed. Mm -hmm. Because they scatter everywhere. But when you've got them all corralled like a bunch of sheep, you send them to the shears. That's what you do. Yep. Bad. Yeah, bad. Bad. <laughs> yeah, you are bad. So what I was saying is this, this uh, the press conference, I'm talking about uh, CNN, who they send to the press, the press room, you know, and this woman that they send plus we all know the other the other the other idiot that they send as well that he's taken to the woodshed over and over and over and over and over again. But this this woman is not bad to look at, number one and number two. If I were if I were this, the other guy, I would I would be paranoid about because obviously Trump likes her this woman. Well, no, that, that's 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 how they get elected, Mike. They 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 promise them all. I'll do a I'll do a shoot in. Uh, I'll I'll do a photo shoot with uh, Penthouse if you elect me. Yeah. And then they realize after she's elected, they lied. She yeah, lied. I lied. <laughs> it's just like just like that line from Arnold Schwarzenegger's command Arnold Schwarzenegger's commando. You killed I thought you were gonna kill Sally last. Kill me last. Well I lied. Yeah, I lied. Yeah, yeah and I it's lied. too bad that he's he's bowed down to the dark side. Yeah. Go back to Austria, we're done with you. Get what what I, you know the one thing that that I I maintain is <clears throat> every one of these uh, these uh, rioters uh, that are out there across America they're being bussed in from other places. Oh, of course they this are. This is this is and, and the money is coming from Soros. It's coming from the it's coming from the Clinton Foundation. I'm sure. But more so, I think, on the part of, of Soros, because he's got the money. Right. Right. For him to spend $10, 15000000 million on this crap, that's nothing to him. He'll make that up tomorrow when he, when he tanks the European Union, some country in the European Union. That, it's nothing to him. And, and you know that they're all bust in, and you know that they're all part of the insurrection because they're all in black. And they're all, they all have backpacks on. And the only thing that's in the backpacks are spare clothes. And different things, right. like, you know, items like that. That's all that's in those backpacks. So they're being busted. in. Many of them are being promised pay that they haven't, been get, they haven't gotten yet. <laughs> well, what, what I find laughable is... There are people out there who 
listen to what we're saying, okay? And it's a small handful of people that don't fully grasp the gravity of what we're, of what we're saying. No. And, and I think that that's because they've been so dumbed down and brainwashed by outlets like CNN, MSNBC. Uh, they're, they're school teachers. They're professors. <clears throat> this has yeah, been going I, on uh, for decades. I, I, I shudder to think, you know, what, what kind of lunatic, okay, what kind of lunatic would be so bold and so brazen to sit down and call what we've been witnessing peaceful protesting. Because, you know, I mean, it, obviously the Democrats believe it to be peaceful. It's peaceful when you see them throwing stuff at the police. It's peaceful when you see them breaking into stores. It's peaceful when they... When they burn buildings to the ground. That's the Democrats' thought process. Right. But to, but to the average uh, listener, to the average viewer, um, there is something of, something of a disconnect. Okay? That's watching and listening to this broadcast right now. And, and I've, I've seen... I've seen the, 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 the fundamental shift from watching outlets like CNN, watching outlets like MSNBC, and turning to alternative media and saying, holy shit, wait a minute. So what I've been hearing on MSNBC, what I've been hearing on CNN, are lies? When you have uh, when you have a, news, a so-called news organization showing an image like what you're seeing on your screen right now, those of you watching on the video platforms, and it's actually taken from a movie trailer for World War Z, and you get that small handful of people that small handful that says, wait a minute, you mean they lied to me? You, are you, is what you're showing me for real? The light bulb starts to flicker and starts to get brighter and come on when they realize they've been bullshitted by their teachers, by the media, and by the, by the Democrats in office. Because everybody with an ounce of brain matter in their fucking craniums can understand that this, that, that, that image you just saw, ladies and gentlemen, that, that very image, the disgusting reality is that's what they use to lie to us. They'll take from a movie trailer. They'll take scenes from a movie that you may not have seen for years and make it seem like it's current events. Right. That's why alternative media exists. That's why shows like Firefox News Online exist. That's why RZ is out there. That's why No Way is out there. Because 
We're not going to bullshit you. We're not going to sit there and sugarcoat anything. You know, if I thought for one minute that I was going to be like like all the other uh, media knuckleheads, I wouldn't be sitting here right now doing this. Because I can't sit here and, and, and tell you that an image from World War Z is an actual current, is actually what's happening in our country. Look at this picture and and, and this is it. This is what we're, what we're dealing with right now. And then it gets fact-checked by people like No Way, like RZ, myself. And we, you know, all of a sudden, oops, we've been caught with our hands in the cookie jar, lying again. This is the media's thinking, but they didn't actually come out and say that they apologize. We used we used an image from a movie trailer, and we lied to you. They won't do that. MSNBC is not going to do that. CNN's not going to do that because they get their marching orders from people like Pelosi, from people like Schumer, like Cuomo. And, God, and, and people like Gavin Newsom in California, they get their marching orders, what, the, what to say, what not to say, when to say it, how to say it, and everything else. And if they deviate from the liberal script, even just in the slightest, they get their hands slapped. Chris Matthews no longer works at MSNBC. He got his hand slapped down hard because he went off script. Right, and and that, if you look at it, it's because they are uneducated. They don't. They they. Oh, I've got this degree. I've got that. No, yeah, but you're uneducated. You have no idea that Mussolini used thugs. Cuba used thugs. Nazi Germany used thugs. Mao Zedong used thugs. Right now, today, right now, today, in all of these other countries, they are having their children narc on their own parents. We have it right here in America. We have neighbors narking on other neighbors. We have children going into school and they're drilling your children. Is this in the house? Do your parents have this? What's in your parents' medicine cabinet? Do they have guns? Do they smoke? Do they take drugs? Do they do this? Do they do that? On and on and on and on and on. They have children terrified of their own parents. And they teach these kids, your parents cannot do this, cannot do that. They can't say this. They can't say that. They can't deny you this. They can't deny you that. When, yes, we can. We're their parents. And they have no idea. What's going on in our streets right now is just what Hitler perfected. You beat the people into submission. You beat the people into submission. 
And what is pissing me off, if I was the president right now, I would have put out the threat on Monday. And by Tuesday afternoon, when I saw that nothing else got any better, the military would have been called immediately. I would be rolling right into New York City, seizing control of New York City, big cities in, well, Philadelphia, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Los Angeles, San Juan. The military would have been rolling right in. If I was president, they would have been rolling. You've been warned for a week. You're continuing to lie to the people. You attacked me. I mean, what pissed the left off today was when this morning their big lie from yesterday was totally, completely debunked. When the park officials themselves said, we didn't use tear gas to move the crowds back for the president. We used smoke bombs. And we didn't shoot them with any rubber bullets. We sent in smoke bombs, they cleared out, and we created a perimeter so the president could go. They even had some leftist female Pentecostal um, preacher, she calls herself, or pastor or whatever, tell, tell the people Trump had no right to hold up that Bible. I didn't give him permission to hold up that Bible. Well, who in the heck are you? You're a Jezebel. You're going to burn in hell. So who listens to you? And if you don't think you're going to burn in hell, well, the Bible says so. And I believe the Bible before I believe a, a, a mouthpiece like you. Sorry, lady. You're a Jezebel. You're condemning your own parishioners to hell. Enjoy. Because those that know me, I don't hold back. You want to pull religion on me? Hang on, because I'm going to slam you. Not with one Bible, but probably about ten. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Not. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm going to put a link. I'm going to put a screen capture link in the chat room. Okay, and I'm going to share this on the video feed. Okay. Because this is something that, you know, when you look at this, okay, you're going, it's going to go right in line with what you just said a moment ago, okay? So let me, uh, let me bring this up here. Well, I, the thing is, I know what Hitler was holding. I'll give you one guess. Mein Kampf. Exactly. He was holding up Mein Kampf. He was not holding up the Bible. So Deborah Messing is a is a lunatic, which she destroyed Netflix, The Ranch, the last the last few episodes I mean it, she she became a lesbian and she was all woke and she was all gun control and yeah is there, any, look, is, there is there any wonder that they tried to bring back willing grace and well, of course you know 
because the kids weren't taught true history. Well, because if if they if they knew true history, they would know that Adolf Hitler despised the Bible. That's why when he was imprisoned, he wrote Mein Kampf while he was in prison. Because he wrote his own Bible. Well, and that's what right. he was holding up. That's and what he was holding up was Mein Kampf. He would have nothing to do with the Holy Bible. Now, if you look at the, 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 uh, the Twitter uh, post that Deborah Messing put out, it says, a dog whistle to white nationalists and Nazis. And it's got Hitler on the left and Trump on the right. That is the most disgusting thing anybody could, could, could post. And yet, she didn't get fact-checked. Of course not. Of course no, not. No, 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 no. She's one of their darlings. Right. Because it's just like the communist emperor of today in China. He, he, he has so much power. They are so narcissistic. They see themselves as God. Because they decide who wins, who loses, who dies, who lives. Adolf Hitler was the same way. He saw himself as God. I can do whatever I... And nobody can stop me. And, see, the the part of history that the kids today don't... Un, they have no idea that 60,000 followers of Lenin were shot in the public square by Stalin as enemies of the state because they were Lenin's useful idiots that did the same thing. They hit the streets just like what you're seeing Black Lives Matter and Antifa do right now. They were doing the same thing to try to overthrow Stalin. When it failed, sure, nothing happened to Lenin. He went on with his life until he got cancer and died. But 60,000 indoctrinated, useful idiots were put to death in the street as enemies of the state. 6.5 million Hitler youth were killed by Allied forces as they went to fight for a madman. In the end, people don't, and where they weren't taught, in the end, Hitler was forcing 60, 70, 80-year-old men 14, 15-year-old boys shoving a gun right in their hand and saying, you fight or die right now. Because he had killed all of their, everybody. That's all they had left. That's all they had left. Was young teenage boys and old dying elderly. Fight or die. Right. And look, here's, here's what's funny about what they're doing in China, in a way. This one child per family thing, you know what that's doing? Uh, 
rule. You know what that's doing? That's making that country becoming older and older and older in terms of person, single person. Right. And older, they're not, they're not, you know, birthing. They're not replenishing, right, they're not replenishing them. They're they're not replenishing yeah. their their population, but neither is America. America, we're not replenishing our yeah. our population because they're uh, aborting close to a million unborn Americans a year. Yeah. Right. So whereas you look at Iran, and they're they're used the other way. They're aged. They're thirty five. The majority of their country is 35 years old and under. You know, right? But you know so what the you know the largest in, in in those countries. You know what the highest uh, the largest rated um, cause of death is for them: starvation. Yep. They they can't feed their own people. And in in China, that's what happened with China. Why they had to put the one because China is basically responsible for all of their citizens, all 1.2 billion of them. They don't eat unless the government says they can. They don't have any means for food unless the government gives it to them. That's what people don't understand is going. And now in China, they have, they're getting massive floods this year. I've already seen some documentation of whole cities with four feet of water flowing right through the whole city because of massive flooding. Two years ago, they got hit by drought, killed all their crops. Now, then they had the the virus that killed hundreds of thousands they're lying there's hundreds and hundreds of thousands in China that have died there's many other diseases that they're dying from now they're getting massive floods they got they got late spring snows that killed all the blossoms for their fruit trees so god is taking care of china he's putting them in the place And I strongly believe that. You know, and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. here's the thing about Rand. You know, because because uh, they're so young, and a lot of the country has no real ties to what happened in 1979. You know, uh, uh, that's. Why you're seeing a lot of these go and you look and you're seeing riots in the cities, but it's, it's it's a different kind of riot because it's a it's a it's a riot it's a protest riot and against the the mullahs and all this stuff. That's a different kind of riot, you know. That's a different kind of protest because they want freedom and they have no time. They they have no ties. They don't. Remember, they have no memories of 1979. Right, they, of they have no memory of freedom. 
they they want freedom now, but unlike America, Mike, they have no way to fight against an armed military. Right. What are you going to do? Throw throw rocks at a, a at an Iranian guard with a, a friggin' AK forty seven? Yeah. Yeah. No more protests <laughs> here. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, really. But you see, that's that's, that's the dumbing down. And if you look at the the next worst thing that this is proving and showing for America, think of the next gener. Think of the people that are supposedly the kids that are supposed to take over to to farm and manufacture and build and maintain the country. Zimbabwe, the biggest, why Zimbabwe is starving to death right now is because they drove all the farmers out, the white farmers and and the, the so-called elitist, even black ones, they drove them all out. They gave all the peasants the farms. But the peasants don't know how to farm. They don't even know how to take care of themselves. They, they're totally uneducated. They haven't had day one in any form of school and now they're given a farm to feed the country. And they don't even know how to farm. Right now the same thing is happening in South Africa where they're killing the white farmers and they're giving it to the peasants and the peasants have no idea how to farm. Look right here in America. Our youth have no idea how to do anything. Nothing. Do you think, you know, I can build a house, foundation up. I can wire it. I can plumb it. I can put the heating system in it. Everything. Finish work, the whole, I start to finish. I could do everything. I've done it my whole life. How many kids behind us are coming up that can do the same thing? They can't. They don't have a clue. And frankly, and frankly, uh, uh, no way. You know, I was in the, I was in the, I was in the scouts. You know, and they teach you things like, you know, how to start a fire and how to, and a little bit about how to, how to survive and, you know, and all that stuff. There are not today, a great amount don't. of people that, have not, that, that don't have that experience, that don't understand, that don't know these things, you know, that don't know how to right. do these things, that don't know how to rub two sticks together and make friction and get a spark to make a fire, you know. You know what the Boy Scouts is? I just have, right. You know what the Boy Scouts is teaching them today? how to bow down to the Girl Scouts, and how yep. to use lube when the when the troop leader comes knocking out on your tent at night. <laughs> That's what they're being taught. Yep. yep. <laughs> you know? And that's why I laugh at that cat there on Greg Gutfeld. She's all proud of herself because she boiled a pot of water. Really? And you're a libertarian. That's why I don't like libertarians. Libra-tarian is too close to liberal terrier. (laughs) 
You're nothing but a liberal bot. terrorist. Yeah. Right. And, and I terrorist. even got it here. I got a, I got a small clip here of one night that the guy that's starting to use that he's a uh, he's a former marine or whatever, and he, he wrote a book and he's a guest on there. And, and you know what he was? This was halfway through the lockdown. <clears throat> And, and you know what he's more concerned about? He's more concerned about the restaurants opening up so he can have a meal that he doesn't have to cook. And I'm thinking, really? You're more upset because you can't go to a restaurant and you're actually going to have to take from a can and open up the can and pour it in and have your friggin' raviolis or whatever? It, really, dude? You gotta cook your own meals? Oh, boo friggin' who? Why don't you think about the millions of Americans that are wondering if they're even gonna have the can to put into the pan? And you're more worried about going out and spending your money on a restaurant because you're too lazy to cook your own starve to death, you fucking... Pardon my language. <laughs> Glad you're out of the military. Yeah. Break a nail, you little hey. pansy. Oh, boo-hoo, you broke a nail. Boo-hoo, go cry to your mommy. Go back home, and or as George would say, go back home and suck on your mother's kids. Right. Right, George? Because it, it is. It, it, it's getting ridiculous. It, it truly is. Oh, yeah. It's, it's beyond ridiculous. It's already gone past ridiculous to complete lunacy. Right. Look, I, I, I don't know how anybody with half a brain and, and, an, ounce of, and an ounce of common sense can look at what's happening in our in our country today and and not realize that it went from peaceful protesting the death of of, of one man to attack the police with anything we can get our hands on let's break into this store over here we'll we'll steal their merchandise that'll teach them Right. Curfews don't mean shit to people that do this. Well, not when they're threatened. Night after night after night, and nothing's happening to them. You know, that that's like me looking at my boy. You slap your mother one more time, and I'm kicking your ass. You slap your mother one more time, and I'm kicking your ass. How many times am I going to stand there and watch him slap his mother and threaten him with an idle threat before he just says, yeah, right, and doesn't even hear you? In? And this is what's happening. How many times are you going to stand there in front of the crowd? This is an unlawful assembly. Please disperse and go home. Nothing happens. You will be subject to arrest. This is an unauthorized assembly please leave and go home and nothing happens <laughs> so now they're saying yeah screw you and that's just what they're telling screw you me. screw you yeah about an hour ago give or take 
former governor of the state of New York, George Pataki, I know this man, I've known him and his family for decades. Uh, <clears throat> apparently he was on uh, Cavuto A&G to discuss the mess in New York, which has been the result of a complete failure in leadership. The people are united. It is our leaders who are divided. Okay, this is what Pataki was saying. Now, um, there is a clip here that I'm going to see if I can pull it up. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can get uh, get this to play over here on the clip computer. Let's take this over here. Move that over there, and. Let's see if we can get it to play. Because I know George. You know, he's, he's a no-nonsense person. And he ran for president in 2016. Uh, didn't get very far. But, you know, the uh, establishment threw him out. Yeah. Well, it's not even so much the establishment threw him out, no way. He, like some of the others, well, a few of them had, you know, some of the other people that were running at the time, some of them did have, you know, they were, well, they were known faces. Right. Like Rubio and, uh, uh, what's his name? Yep. From Te- uh, from Texas there, uh, 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 Ted Cruz. Cruz. Ted Cruz. Yeah. When you've got people like Cruz and Rubio, uh, who are known faces on the national circuit, even they didn't get very far. You know? And and not for a lack of trying. But right. Trump proved to be a lot stronger and a well, lot I, I more... Well, I will say with, with, with Ted Cruz, a lot of stuff came out from all of his years before he made it to the Fed. A lot of the stuff that went on when he was going through his office, getting elected in um, Texas, there was a lot of shady deals that went down with Ted Cruz. There was a lot of things that he did were, that were just unethical, completely unethical. And he even pulled one on Trump. He was trying the same shit. Shady yeah. shit behind and the scenes. backfire. And it, it did. It backfired big time on him. George Pataki was, was he, he played it straight, but he also didn't get a, a lot of the questions that were being put to him were not exactly you know his strong suit. I mean, being on the debate stage, and I hate to say this about George, but he, he was he he did not have a strong debate stance or grasp of. The, the national uh, the national pulse, as it were. Right. So, while the news I, of the know, day, I, I, I do have respect for the man. Unfortunately, when it comes to uh, being a nationally known face, he was not very well noticed. Um, back during nine eleven, yes, but in the years afterwards, no. Because once he once he got out of out of the governor's mansion. Once he got back into the private sector again, 
uh, he fell out of t- he, 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 he kind of fell off the map. So people didn't know who he really was. They didn't get a chance to get to know him. He wasn't a, a nationally recognized face. The media didn't even bring him up that often, if at all. So when 2016 came along, he tried, he gave his, he, he gave his best effort, but in the end, it wasn't enough. Now, I've got that clip ready. This is George Pataki, again, um, uh, the former governor of New York. And Pataki argues that there's been a complete failure of leadership in the state. Now, I'm not, dis- I'm not, dis- dis- I'm not going to disagree with him on that because there has been a total dis- uh, failure on the part of uh, New York state leadership when it comes to the situation we're currently seeing unfold before our eyes every night lately, the last several days. Here's the clip. That's commercial. We're going to try and get away from the commercial if we can. Now, uh, former New York Governor George Pataki, uh, you know, uh, Governor, I was thinking of you and handling, you know, what what happened certainly uh, when we've had crises in the past, particularly uh, after 9/11, when, when you had to deal with that and people who were shunning uh, downtown Manhattan. I, I remember that famous video of you and Robert De Niro going out to visit store shops in the area. We're going to need a lot more than that today because there are a lot of people already concerned, right, about getting back into this post-COVID-19 world in New York, and then all of a sudden they hear and see these demonstrations. What do you tell people? Well, uh, Neil, you know, it's a hard question to respond to because New York was the epicenter and still is for the COVID-19 crisis, and that scares people away. And now you have just a complete loss of control for days in Manhattan, the Bronx, Brooklyn, and uh, uh, a response that has been feeble at best. So the first thing you have to do is restore order. Uh, it's that simple. I mean, and we let's pray that we have order tonight, but uh, it's just been a complete failure of leadership, uh, a failure to do appropriate policing, a failure to keep COVID-positive patients out of nursing homes. Uh, and New York just has to change its direction. Be, you know, you have to believe what you're saying is true before you try to sell it to the public. And to say that New York is safe, either from the virus or from rioters and looters today, you can't make that case. You know, I'm also getting a sense, Governor, that uh, the present governor, Andrew Cuomo, and and New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio are clearly not on the same page. The governor is saying that New York City police and the mayor did not do their job last night. He said, as I've been mentioning here, he believes the New York City mayor underestimates the scope of the problem. So already quite a bit of finger pointing going on. What do you think? You know, Neil, this is just disgraceful. Uh, You have to work together. Put aside personal differences. And for the governor the day after to be critical, he should have been on the phone or in contact with the mayor constantly yesterday. 
asking him what help he might need, whether it was the National Guard or an earlier curfew or other steps to be taken by the state, and to sit back and then criticize who calls the next those day shots, me. Governor? Do you, do you know who calls those shots if there's something going on in the city? Let's say you're the governor. You yeah. were for three uh, terms. Yeah. Uh, and you don't like what you're seeing. I think you and Rudy Giuliani handle that pretty well. But I'm just wondering if you're saying, hey, we've got to have guardsmen or more police or, or a stronger just security presence, doesn't the governor have the power to, to sort of force that issue? Absolutely. The governor has the power to, do, to call up the National Guard, to declare a curfew, and if necessary, to just supersede the mayor uh, and take the mayor's powers away and assume control of the city. On September 11th, you mentioned it, Neil, and I talked about it in my book, Beyond the Great Divide. That afternoon, Rudy set up a temporary command headquarters in lower Manhattan, I thought for a minute, and I went down there with my entire response team, and that day, and for days and weeks after, we were in the same room, so that we had constant communication between city and state officials at all levels to make sure we had a seamless response. Now they don't even talk to each other, and this is unconscionable when you see this uh, horrible, horrible uh, rioting, the, the terrible response to the COVID crisis. Uh, it has to stop, put aside personal differences, sit in the same room with your key players and work together. So, Governor, when the present governor is saying New York is still on track for June 8th opening, again, he's referring largely to the New York City metropolitan area, the five boroughs, including Manhattan, uh, do you think that's still doable? Uh, I, I do think it's doable. You know, the, the virus cases continue to go down. Uh, and it's just hard for me to believe that we won't have law and order and restore of safety to the streets of New York uh, by next week. So I think it's doable. I think from a virus standpoint, it is. And meanwhile, I don't think uh, social distancing seems to be that important when you have thousands of people roaming around together uh, and, and uh, the government doesn't seem to be concerned. So restore order, it should be done now, and it certainly will be done by next week continue to push the COVID cases down. And yes, there's no reason why the city can't open. We'll watch it closely, Governor. Thank you very much. Good catching up with you, uh, even under these circumstances. Thank you, sir. Now, I have Neil Cavuto notwithstanding, okay? Um, as Neil Kapupu. As much as I, you know, as much as I, uh, when it comes to normal, what, what, I, what I say, regular news, he's not, the, he's not exactly <laughs> the best interviewer for that. When it comes to business news, yes, he's good at that. But that's that's what that's what he should stick to. Don't do a, a, a straight newsman interview when it's not your forte. Okay. Um, his questions to George Pataki were mediocre at best. Right. But I think George Pataki, what you know, basically said exactly what 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 I I believe is is correct in the in the sense that. You know, these two guys, de Blasio and Cuomo, they're not talking to each other. They're talking against each other, for lack of a better way of putting it. Uh, what, they're, what they're doing is 
they're having they're having a they're having a they're having a fucking uh, schlong contest. Yeah, they're having a pissing contest. Exactly. It, it, they're sitting there putting their dicks on the table and saying, "Mine's bigger than yours." Right. It, it's they're like the the two cocks of the walk, and which one's going to come out on top? They, they keep <laughs> trying to out, and that's what the problem is with all Democrats. That's why the Democrat Party itself now is such a mess. They all want to be on top, and they don't care. They will eat their own just to step mm-hmm. on the bones. Mm-hmm. And that's been the Democrats forever. And sadly, a lot of Republicans are now. Yeah, a lot of Republicans right. are doing the same thing now. It, it, it's pathetic. Uh, I said, you know, I said this. I said this when you know, I'll say it now. When the election happened in 2016, I'll say it now. The reason why at the time I didn't vote for Trump is because he was he, he had the R behind his name, but he's from the Northeast. You know, I wouldn't have been able to vote for Rudy. I wouldn't have been able to vote for Pataki, or Chris Christie. You know, even your man Ronald Page, had he decided to run for president, you know, I wouldn't have been able because I, I I don't trust northeastern Republicans. I didn't trust my northeastern Republicans uh, at the time to say things and carry through on their promises. Now, granted. Trump is different because everything he said he would do, he's done. All right? Right. He's followed through on things, you know, moving the embassy and, you know, cutting taxes and appointing the two judges. And by the the way, if he gets elected, there's a good chance he could could get two more judges on the Supreme Court. Because you got, we know about Ginsburg, but Breyer's not far behind her. You know, in terms of either retiring or dying, you know, off the court. So he could get two more guys, uh, two more judges on the Supreme Court. Now, granted, I do agree with our friend, uh, what's her name, uh, Sovereign Duty about these judges, uh, Chris Ann Hall. Uh, they don't follow the Constitution. They follow precedent you know, and case law and stuff like that, but that's neither here nor there, you know. I just, I'm just saying what he did is making me want to vote for the man this year, later on this year, when the election does happen. So, yeah, you can prove, people can prove you wrong if you allow them to. And look, as far as how they treat things he said and you know, calling these calling these looters and uh, criminals and animals and stuff and things of that nature. Well, and what they did, and what the Democrats did when they when he said that. Said, think about this. He did the and I said it. I said this too. I've said this too. That he that he did the same thing. Remember the whole flap two years ago, whatever it was, when he was talking about MS-13 and he caught and he. You know, he was making noises about building a wall and talking about illegal immigrants and stuff like that. But he was talking about MS-13, and he called them animals. Okay? He called MS-13 animals. And what they said, 
what did they say? Well, they're not animals, and Nancy Pelosi took it even further and saying, well, they have a spark of divinity about them. And that line, spark of divinity, you know what that is, right? No way. That's an oh, argument yeah. for pro-life. That's an argument right. for pro-life. And they would they they mischaracterized his statements about MS-13 by doing that when he was talking about MS-13 and the animalistic ways and what they do, the hangings and the killings and the murders and the rapes and all this stuff that they do down there at the border. That's what he was talking about when he called them animals, you know. Only animals do things like that. And right. that's and, what they, and that's MS-13, the Democrats... That's what they've always used, Mike. They've always, always used beat the people into submission. Yep. Because, sadly, today, Americans have shown that the majority now of adult Americans refuse to even own a gun. I'm going to keep my neighborhood safe by not owning a gun. Okay, so when MS-13 shows up and these thugs here now, these uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter, when they show up, you have no way to defend yourself. Right. So right. you get what you 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 get what you wanted. You get what you pay for. And, and, yep. Right, and, and this this is it. Now, granted, and, and this is, you know, they they are, you know, they of course. If it, it doesn't matter what Trump says or what Trump does, it's anti-Trump 24-7. That's it. And even now, the, the biggest thing that's hurting Republicans right now is that Democrats are getting away with murder, openly getting away with murder, and they're not being removed from Congress or nothing. But yeah, right. Republicans are. Now it's the Southern Republicans that some people, a lot of us, you know, did look up to having a moral standard. Well, they don't have any moral standards. Now it's being exposed. All of this insider right. trading crap. And, and they're getting away with it. And now we're, we're watching states like Louisiana start to turn more purple. We're watching Texas becoming more purple. Uh, Mississippi, more purple, Alabama, more purple, and they're being infiltrated. But they're not being infiltrated by the left as much as they're being infiltrated by the left-right. Right. They call themselves Republicans, but they're Susan Collins. And they're not, because they're not from the right. They're they're from the left. Thus the moniker of the Yep, exactly. Right. And then, of course, they got people like, I don't know, Anus King, that, you know, that, oh, I'm an independent, even though you caucus with the Democrats. But see, that's that's where people don't realize. He was a Democrat until he ran for governor of Maine, and knowing that there was no possible way at that time that a Democrat could get elected. So he called himself an independent, kissed up to the right, and they put him in as governor. 
He somewhat played nice the first four years, got reelected, and killed the state. Killed it. Destroyed it. And the Democrats took over, and until LePage, Maine had been under Democrat rule for 40 years. And now here they went right back to where they were. Why? Because they, the, the massive influx of left wing. See, the way it is right now in Maine, Mike, you right now could leave Louisiana, come right in to Maine, go right to a Health and Human Services office, and with 18 hour, within 18 hours, you will have an EBT card, you will have Maine Care, you will have an apartment all paid for, you will have everything under the sun handed to you on a silver platter. Mm-hmm. But people like me, no, no, no. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I posted a link in the chat room for the people, you know, that that aren't watching the video feeds. But, America, this, what you're about to see, trust me when I say, this is not, oh, it may be peaceful in appearance, But when people do this to a burned out, flipped on its on its roof police car, when they do stuff like this, taking a shit on a burned out police car flipped over on its hood, on its roof, that's when you have to question the sanity of the people that are out there supposedly protesting. That's disgusting. That's gross. That's not protesting, George Floyd. That's being an asshole. Uh, That's proving you're nothing but a shithead. Literally. (laughs) Exactly. No way. I mean, (laughs) and and we can't say that that this person's full of shit anymore because uh, she puked it all out. Full of shit anymore. She puked it all out, her ass. <clears throat> but yeah, oh, yeah. Th- th- this is it. Here, here, here's the future of America. Here you go. I mean, this mm-hmm. is the future of America. God help our country. But, but think of it. Look, look at what the cops are. Running. Okay, they're they're being told, they're being ordered around, and they're being ordered, you know. Okay, protect this, protect that. And then they go show up for work tomorrow, and their first thought is, okay, how many of us are, are going to be put on suspension because they didn't like the way we enforce the law? Hmm. Yahoo News has already been pushing that. Why am I not surprised? They've already... Today, they were, you know what one of their headlines were today? Somehow, within three days, they know that there's a 20,000-person spike in COVID cases. Now, how could they know that? Which is probably right. a lie. Oh, well, of course it's a lie. a lie. Probably. Yep. 
And, and you, you think, Mike? And every day, yeah. you can see three or four more fake headlines of cops being suspended for um, brutality to protesters, which we know is bullshit. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't catch, you didn't catch my little dig at a. Uh, at, uh, Adam, when, when you mentioned Yahoo News, I said, who? Playing off what the yeah. president said to that reporter, who? Yahoo News, who? Who the hell right. are they? You know? Right. <laughs> Nobody reads you, so I don't care, you know? <laughs> I mean, I should, but it's Yahoo News, all right? And, of course, they're doing everything they can to destroy Elon Musk. Yeah. He, he's, too clo- he's too close to the president. And, and of course, now that George W. Bush is back in the news because, oh, it looks like he's going to back Biden because he doesn't like the, the handling of all of these crises in America by Trump. Oh, no. All right. And he really shouldn't be doing this because he knows what happened when, you know, you know, he was handling 2000 and, you know, 911, you know, uh, good. And then he said, well, Warball and all this crap, and it turned on him, you know, and all that stuff. They tried to turn him, which they, which they did early in his second term, Bush, and his uh, his ratings were dropping, you know? So, yeah. yeah, well, Bush and them have been exposed for the, the deep state scum that they are. When, when, when Bush created the Patriot Act, he could have put provisions so someone like Obama couldn't escalate it. But he left it open so that Obama could turn it into the SS, law, the laws of the SS. Yeah, basically, what, right. it was, basically what happened there was uh, it was open-ended, and Obama took advantage of it so, so much so that while a lot of us you know, saw the writing on the wall, unfortunately... Obama was so popular that yeah, bullshit. They, uh, they just figured, oh, well, he's doing such a great, wonderful job. He's, he's the bullshit. savior of our country and all this. Oh, my God. They bullshit. were falling over. People fought over this dickhead like, like he was the second fucking coming, and he wasn't. Well, yeah. Second coming of the devil, maybe. Look at Chris Rock on, on stage. Our Savior, our Lord and Savior, Barack Obama. Barack said that right on the stage. Obama. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, that is facing now treason charges, or or could very easily, but but we have we have to deal with this these these peaceful protests first. Peaceful protest, and that, that that that's the thing. No, no way. This is this is a way to 
they're thinking, well, we're going to get all this stuff with Obama and treason and Biden and corruption and all this off the front pages and put this other thing. Watch what's in the other hand, you know. That's what this is. Right. They're trying to get right. Biden and Obama off the off the thing because Obama, because they know, one, they know Biden's a weak candidate and he can't do anything without anything, you know. Right. Sniffing people's hair and all that crap. And and it it, it really doesn't matter who he has as his uh as his running mate, I don't think, because they're not going to win or whoever it is, depending on whoever it is, if they had any inkling of running again, generally speaking, losing vice presidents or losing candidates for vice presidents or dead in the water. Oh yeah, you know? I I mean th- think about it, Mike. They're they're vetting all of the. It's going to be a woman. It has to be a woman, according mm-hmm. to the Democrats. And all of them that keep vetting, they they've got so many deep skeletons in their closets. There's no possible way they could put them in the public eye. It just we we can't do it. They're gonna get torn apart before they even get to the freaking convention. They're gonna be torn apart, and, and this is what's happening. You know, they just they they have nobody left. They they have cut off. Democrats have cut off their heads to save face, and now they have nothing left but their ass. That's it. Right. You know, if they so had, now they're all if, fart well. Now they're all fart well every day. That's all I hear. When I see a Democrat and a lot of the Republicans, all I see now is... <laughs> that's it. That's all I hear. <laughs> yeah, that's just, yeah. <laughs> My name... Yes, I, 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 I believe these are peaceful protesters and there's... And that the police are, are are tear gassing them and rubber bulleting them and 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 that's all I have to say on that. Right. If Donald right. Trump is Hitler, I'd much rather follow Hitler than a Democrat. Yep. See, well, if that's the way you want to put it, then fine. Well, I'll I'll follow Hitler. But I refuse to follow a Democrat, or at least some washed-up hag. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what was it recently? Let me scroll back to it here. You, uh, according to Unite America First, okay. According to UnitedAmericaFirst.com, Nancy Pelosi wields the Bible. on stupid videos start and it's like I do not need that happening okay so she Pelosi wields a Bible while she bashes Trump doesn't mention Antifa and lied about an incident here's what happened 
Nancy Pelosi finally came out and made a comment about the chaos happening across America because of the unfortunate death of Mr. Floyd. At a time of healing, Pelosi's words were very disappointing but expected. The self-proclaimed Catholic came out holding her Bible and said she wanted to talk about, quote-unquote, time. And so she quoted a scripture from Ecclesiastes. A time for every event under heaven, a time to heal, a time to embrace, and a time to shun embracing. How about that, she said. Let's focus on a time to heal, Pelosi continued, adding the U.S. presidents have a responsibility to heal. We would hope that the president of the United States would follow the lead of so many presidents before him to be a healer in chief and not a fanner of the flame. Pelosi, still holding the Bible, with notes, with note papers stuffed inside, then read a statement Bush made following the video showing the police beating of Rodney King in Los Angeles in 1991. Those terrible scenes stir us all to demand an end to gratuitous violence and brutality. Pelosi quoted Bush as saying, Law enforcement officials cannot place themselves above the law that they are shown, or they are sworn to defend. It was sickening to see the beating that was rendered, and there's no way, no way in my view, to explain that away. It was outrageous. Now, Pelosi began referring to Ecclesiastes. There's an, appo- there's an appointed time for everything. A time for every event under heaven. A time to heal, a time to embrace, a time to shun embracing. Uh, why is this... Re- I, they, I guess they repeated the paragraphs here. She then quoted Obama from a statement he made in 2014 following the death of Eric Garner while in police custody in New York City back in 2014. Right now, unfortunately, we are seeing too many instances where people just do not have confidence that folks are being treated fairly. Pelosi read quoting Barack Obama. And in some cases, those may be mis perceptions, but in some cases, that's a reality. And it is incumbent upon us all as Americans, regardless of race, religion, race, region, faith, that we recognize this, is that this is an, Amer- an American problem, and not just a black problem, or a brown problem, or a Native American problem. The quote, the quote continued. This is an American problem when anybody in this country is not being treated equally under the law. That's a problem. No shit. Nancy overlooks the fact that the protests at this time are different 
and they have a driving force that wants to cause a civil war in America. Why didn't Pelosi come out and condemn Antifa? Why didn't she call on all the leaders to come together and stop the violence in their cities? Why were her, her words more about how she feels about President Trump than what happened to Floyd? I'll tell you why. Because this isn't about Floyd to her. It's about making Trump look like he isn't compassionate. Yet she is showing no compassion for Floyd's family. The businesses that lost everything or the families of the fallen police officers her focus is political. It's about Trump. And lastly, Pelosi talked about the fake story of what happened yesterday when President Trump walked to the, to the church. She criticized the use of U.S. military police to clear out protesters so Trump and his entourage from the White House could safely walk to St. John's Church from the White House. Some people came out and beat them so they could clear the area so the president could come out and go forward, Pelosi said. What is that? That has no place, and it's time for us to do away with that. This morning, the park police already said that the protesters being moved back had nothing to do with President Trump. In fact, they said the protesters nor the police knew Trump was going to walk that way. The police also corrected the media's story, saying that they were peaceful protesters. The protesters were attacking the police, and that's when they moved them back. Isn't it a shame that the Speaker of the House used a fake story to try to make President Trump look bad? She straight up told a lie to all those listening while holding a Bible. You know, if I held up my Bible and I spoke all the, all the lies and bullshit that she spewed, I would hope that that Bible would burn my fingers. Yeah, but you, you know something? You know what's funny? how you notice all these people in Congress, they all use the Catholic Church. What is one thing that any Catholic parishioner is not allowed to do? They are not allowed to read the Bible. It is to be interpreted by the priest only. They're not even allowed to have a Bible in a Catholic Church. Because they are there to be taught by the priest, period. Mm -hmm. Well, they bow down to Mary, not Jesus. So I, I don't, I don't have, I, I feel so bad for the people that have put total faith in the Catholic Church. They well, have no idea just how paganistic and anti-true God the Catholic Church truly is. Well, 
St. John's Church in Washington, D.C., by the way, is an Episcopal church. Right. It's an okay. Episcopal And the Episcopal church is a direct separation from the Roman Catholic church, or what I like to refer to it as Catholic light. Where, yeah. where the right. Catholic church has the Pope, we have bishops. But the same basic styling, the the same basic setup in the in the church itself. I grew up in the Episcopal Church. I know from personal experience, having seen it in my home church. You've got your hymnals. Great. Okay. Got the prayer books. Great. Pre written prayers. Yeah, I'd rather say my own, thanks. But at the time, I was a child and didn't know any better. So, Right, and, and that, you that's know... That's the only that, thing that, that actually... That's the one saving grace about growing up as a kid. I was so naive, I, I didn't know any better. Well, yeah, we all were. See, that that's what started me being jaded with the church, is because back in the sev- you know the early 70s, late 60s, early 70s, I was drugged to church by my grandmother. We had to every Sunday. We were drugged, and it was a Catholic church. And then the very things I'd hear coming out of the priest, I'm watching my own family members do. My aunts, my uncles, my father, my mother, the the profanity, the you know my my mother had a couple affairs and dad being such a belligerent nasty drunk all the time and you know it, it so I started getting jaded and over the years it only got worse from there. Well, when I became when I got into my teens <clears throat> and of course into my early twenties, uh, I started getting disenchanted with the Episcopal Church because I had seen uh, a fundamental shift in the, in, 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 the, in the church itself. It was gradual over time. Uh, for example, <clears throat> the 1928 prayer book was replaced with a uh, with a ver- with a book that was both contemporary and also traditional uh, forms of the mass, and uh, trust me when I say I was an altar boy when those changes were were made at the time, and it was difficult, very difficult, to get used to them, and. As, once I got into my late teens and early twenties, I stepped. I walked away from the Episcopal Church. Oh, I still went on occasion, you know. But when I started seeing even more changes, where like the high altar was replaced with one where the priest faces the congregation, just like in the Roman Catholic Church, and I began to 
feel less like an Episcopalian and more like a like a Roman Catholic as opposed, you know, and, and which to me, you know, uh, before he passed away, Monsignor Ansbro of the Assumption Church in my hometown, <clears throat> I took him off to the side and I actually talked to him about this. And he looked at me with some surprise. And he said, I didn't realize that the church was changing so. I said, well, you're busy here at the Assumption, and trust me, uh, no offense to, to the Catholic Church, but it, it's not a change I'm comfortable with. And he right. said, I fully understand, George. I fully understand, and, and you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and try, to, you know, try and convince you to, to come to the, to the Catholic Church and everything, even though the, the, some of the basic forms and structures are almost identical. And I said, I'm glad you're not trying to do that because I'd be walking away from you right now. And he laughed. He said, I know you would. He said, I've known you since you were a knee-high young boy. And young man, I do understand. So my belief in God is, is rooted in the spiritual, not in the, in the religious Right. Well, that that's the way it should be. That's the way the Bible was written, mm-hmm. and, and that's what it, it it explains. That's why over and over again in the New Testament, um, when Paul was given the visions, and even John, and, and you take your four Gospels, and then all the, the letters and the epistles of, of Peter and the letters to Tim, what is one of the biggest warnings? Let no man deceive you. Deceive. If, if you take the online King James Version and you type in deceive, once it gets into the New Testament, it all makes sense. Because of all the deceptions that happen all the way from Genesis all the way up through, once you get to the end, into your New Testament, that's what it's saying. And this is what we're seeing in our society today because so many of these people are going to these churches, but they're not being taught the values, the principles, and the morals of the Bible. So that they, they can say that, uh, you know, America is a Christian nation all they want, but the Christians aren't even Christian anymore. Mm. And that... that and that's why a lot of the videos I put out, that's what it is. It's my discernment saying, no, this is what you're being taught, and this is what the Bible says. Do you see the difference? This is one of the reasons why so many, you know, the Catholics, yes, you're not allowed to read your own Bible. We'll interpret it for you. Now, more and more people within the Baptist and the Pentecostal and everything, they're all being told, oh, well, you can't read your Bible. You can't understand it. We have to interpret it for you. They don't want you to call them out. And that was the same thing. I had, I had one of the, the newer guys in the church down here. He stopped by here last summer. And he finally came right out and asked me, he says, why did you leave? And I said, because 80% of what pastor says number one 
is not proven in the Bible. Number two is institutionalized. Number three, he goes exact. He acts exactly opposite of what he is preaching from the pulpit. I have watched him ask me a question, and I am giving him the answer to something, and he turns right from me just to watch the sexy girl walk out of the church as he stares at her backside as he's walking out of the church. And this is the friggin' pastor of the church. Right. I'm sorry. And I said, and when I sat down and asked him a few questions about a couple of his sermons, and I was showing him in the Bible where I, I said, Pastor, you're, you're not teaching this properly. This is not what the Bible says. His exact words to me were, you have to learn to listen to us teachers. We can interpret it. You're too immature in the Lord to know what it says. Well, and I told that... his name. his name is Dave also. And I looked right at him and said, that is when I turned and I walked out. I had had enough. I can read my Bible. Before, before I go, guys, my I had an ex-pastor who liked one of his famous sayings. One of the sayings was, "The Bible will interpret itself. You know, it doesn't need help. It says what it says. You know, uh, I mean, what you're talking about here, no way is." Basically, what Jesus said in Matthew 24, the the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat, but they they expect you to do as they say, but not as they do. Right? Right. That's exactly what this is, you know? And that's that's how most of these places are now granted. Now, granted, when, when a... I remember what was a few years back when there was started the Episcopal Church was starting to uh, you know allow gay bishops and stuff like that uh, took a vote and they had a split in the Episcopal Church or whatever it was and the more conservative wing went to of course the Catholic Church or whatever it was but uh, but that that happened. But again, again, let the Bible interpret it itself. It doesn't need any help. You know? Right. That's the way I feel about it. Well, when I when I left this one down here, I went to the other side of town and I went to the South Waterboro Bible Chapel. I went once, and the pastor recognized me and come running right up after, and you know, how come you're down here and. And I said, "Well, I'm, I'm, I'm looking." And I says, "I," and he said, "Oh, we're so glad to have you here and this and that." And I said, "I want to ask you one question. What's that? Do you break down the Book of Revelation chapter by chapter, verse by verse, sentence by sentence, word for word?" Well, no, we have charts for that. I said, "Thank you very much." Turned right around, walked out, never went back. Hmm. <laughs> no, that's it. Goodbye. I, I I went to a place called Change Point Church, and I asked the uh, pastor a very direct question. 
I said, do you interpret this this book? And I, I, I was holding the Bible in my hand. And he says, well, that's my job. I put the Bible down on the, on the, on the pew, and I turned around, and I, as I was walking out, I said, isn't the Bible self-explanatory? And I walked out. Yeah. Yep. And that... And, and that's why I, I don't I, I don't get into it with the churches because I do know how the Bible the Bible tells us to walk away. It, it's mm-hmm. not our place to destroy a church, to be the gossiper, to be to to cause strife within the church. God will cleanse the church in His way in His time, and when it is time, Jesus will cleanse His bride. His bride is us in the church. He will separate the wheat from the tear. Period. Mm-hmm. It, and that's why you know, I won't I guess, do it. You know, I guess, I guess I was sort of lucky. The church I'm currently at, you know, I've had several, uh, several pastors in a row that did exactly what you're saying. They didn't. They preached from the Bible. They didn't interpret it. All right. They didn't interpret it. They let the Bible speak for itself. Right. You know, exactly. That's, that's, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed. You're not supposed to. Now, if you if you if you decide if your church or your version of the church decides, well, we're not gonna we're not gonna preach on I don't know Romans one about being gay. Well, that that's on your church. You know. That's taking stuff out of the Bible that's put in the Bible in the first place by God, through Paul, by God. You know. Uh, Why the the first thing that the first thing that Comrade General Mills done here in Maine when she got elected, she immediately made it illegal for any Christian to counsel a homosexual or transgender on a sinful lifestyle. Yeah. So if you even speak, excuse me. Even, oh yeah, you even speak of the Bible to a homosexual here in Maine, they can have you brought up on charges because you are counseling them. They call it counseling. Oh. oh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It's doesn't that law. violate? Doesn't that violate the First Amendment? Of course it does. Is oh, yeah. she that delusional? Yes, she is. <laughs> she is. And this is why they get away with it. You know, when your state is so corrupt as this one is, who's going to hold her accountable? Nobody. Who's going to hold? Who's going to hold them to a constitutional standard? Nobody. Not when you have, right. not when you have churches popping up everywhere, right full of female preachers, with all female staff, and they're all flying rainbow flags. Mm-hmm. We accept all into our church in the name of love. Well, you don't love them very much because you're condemning them to hell. 
That's, that's, that's a short, simple answer. You don't love them enough to save their soul. You are condemning them to hell as well and as yourself. Well, as yeah, well and that's the thing. Their job, a pastor's job, is to do exactly what you're saying, you know, is to preach at people, is to get them on the right path. And if these pastors are not doing that by not counseling these people, by not, you know, you know, preaching sermons from like, you know, Romans 1 and all this stuff like that, they're not doing their job. No, they're not. You know, they're supposed to be the shepherd of the flock. But if you're letting your flock run wild, uh, so I lost that one, whoop-de-doo. Oh, I lost it, oh, big deal. Well, that one over there, well, that one's, yeah, who, you know. You're not a good shepherd. You're going to lose your flock. Right. If you had a flock of sheep and you were the shepherd and you didn't contain them and and be right and teach them the right way, you're going to lose your flock. So when it comes to the church, you're doing the same thing. You're going to lose your flock. It's kind of sadly you're going to lose them. You're going to lose them to hell. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you, you, you got all these um, televangelist preachers all, all, all now, people like Benny Hinn and Pat Robertson and Jimmy Swagger and all this, and they're interpreting what the, what, what the Bible says, and they're telling you what it says instead of letting you read it for yourself and let it speak to you because the words in, in that book, are self-explanatory, as I said, and they yeah. it does not need interpretation. It no. does not need it at all. And I sat back and I laughed. Uh, who's that one preacher that's very popular? Apparently, Joel Osteen. Oh, jeez. Yes. Please, Joel Osteen needs to grow up from the neck up and and realize that what he's doing is the same thing that all these televangelists are doing, telling us what the Bible says instead of letting us. Read it for ourselves and, 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 and get and understand it for ourselves, the way, the way God intended his word to be in the first place. Right. We can understand. Right. We're not stupid people. You know, we, we have a brain. We can reason. We can understand. We read God's word, and it's, it, it's real simple. It's not like it's. It's not like you know we, we're a bunch of uh, empty-headed uh, buffoons that, that have no understanding we're, of anything. Yeah, we're not. I mean, we're not Democrats and AOC, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, well put, Mike. But this is what happens today. I went through when we first joined the church. I went through. The pastor took me in. And, oh, there was all these stipulations of how it was going to go, how long this session was supposed to last, this and that. And it's called one-on-one discipling. And I've got the book right here. Every time we went in there, the pastor knew. I I was blowing his mind. I went home, and I read what the book said. You know, this page, okay, read this. It asked some questions. We were to discuss it, and it blew his mind. 
after this was all done, it was supposed to take a week and it took a month because I blew the pastor's mind that much. When it was all done, one of the deacon's wives, the lead deacon, his wife, took Mona and was going to do the same thing. Mona had two sessions because Mona was coming up with, was first would question what the deacon's wife was saying. Well, but the Bible says this, and what about this, and what about this, and what about... I'll have to ask, and I'll get back to you. So it came the next time, well, I, we're, I'm still working on the first question, so let's move on here. And the same thing happened again. I had taught my wife the Bible. This is what it says. And when she went to the deaconess of a church to have the same one-on-one -on -one discipling, it blew her mind so much, two sessions, she, she couldn't deal with it. She had no idea. She didn't have a clue to the facts, the simple facts of what is said in the Bible. And Mona, God love her soul, she was, boom, put her right in her place. Just like that. And she just went, wow. <laughs> Shit. Don't mess with angry mom. No. There's She's back by there's, angry dad. There's, there's <laughs> one thing for certain. Okay, there is one thing for yep. certain. You know, they, they took prayer, in, prayer out of school, which was a mistake. They, 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 they went so far as to tell us, you know, we're a Christian nation. Where? Where are we a Christian nation? Because during the Obama years, who was the, who was, who was the, who, what group was the most noted? It wasn't Christians. No. I'm pretty sure you can guess which one I'm talking about without having to say it. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Because he's one of them. And what got me, and what pissed me off, I was walking down Main Street one, one, one day, and as I'm walking down the street, I'm passing this mosque. And couple of guys from the mosque were out there and I'm on my cell phone talking to a friend of mine at the time and I had her on speaker and she asked me if I was if I was going to change point on Sunday well before I could answer this member of the mosque I'm guessing the imam turned around and said no, he's coming to the mosque on uh, 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 coming to the mosque on Sunday afternoon. I stopped dead in my tracks. And I turned around and I said, "Excuse me." He said, "Yes, you, you, you'll be coming here." I said, "No, I'm not. I have no intention of coming to your mosque, and here's why, because." You turn around and you told my, you, you blurted out, well, I'm on a phone call with a friend of mine who's asking me if I'm going to, to Change Point Church on Sunday, and you told that person 
which was none of your business, first of all, that I'm coming to the mosque? Why would I do that? I'm not Muslim. He goes, oh, yes, you are. I said, ah, excuse me? Would you care to explain that? And he goes, I don't have to explain anything. As of today, you're a Muslim. I said, as of today, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nasty-ass son of a bitch that's going to tell you where you can take your mosque and your Quran and shove them both up your ass without Vaseline and with no pleasure. Butt the fuck out of my business, get the fuck away from me, and fuck off. My friend is laughing on the phone, hysterically laughing. I continued on my my way because I was making my way toward the bus stop to go home. And she turns around and she blurts out, "You didn't just tell tell that to a." To a, to, a, to a guy who belongs to the mosque, did you? I said, you're fucking right, I did. And I feel so much better. She goes, George, you're crazy. They could, they could come after you for that. I said, let them try. I'm the last motherfucker they want to fuck with. I told the Muslim right clear one day. Uh, you... you would you he walks up and you know because I um, was around May Met a lot and this one guy he, being friendly he said well why don't you come to town on on Sunday and and I I can take you to the mosque and I says no I refuse to worship your God you know oh, you you atheist I go no I'm a Christian. I bow to Jesus, not Satan. <laughs> he never talked to me again. <laughs> he never talked to me again. One of the, that group that I was a, that was a part of uh, the Coalition for Creative Solutions, the ones that uh, went that uh, fought the uh, surveillance cameras in my hometown. And one, one of the members is a Muslim. But he's not like any Muslim you'll ever meet. He doesn't try to, he he will not try to force you into converting. He will not shove down your throat about their book or anything like that. You know what he does? None of that. He'll turn around he, he looked at me, because at the time, I was going to the Episcopal Church on and off, and he said, because the, the mosque at the time was right down the street from St. Peter's. And I turn around, and I, I'm walking up the street one day, and he says, hey, George, how you doing? And we struck up a conversation real quick. I wasn't in too big a hurry. I was very early. And he goes, hey, listen. Do you think they would they they would welcome me in St. Peter's? I said I don't see why not. But answer me a question. Why did you ask? He goes, well, you know, I'm a Muslim. I said, yeah, I know that. And I even told him, I said, you're not like any Muslim I've ever met. He smiled. His father had just walked out the door from the from the entrance to the mosque. 
and I know his father well, and his father is not like any tradi- any traditional Muslim. You know, his father like father like son. And his father looked at me, and he smiled from ear to ear, and he said, "You know, George, you're probably the only person that you know is willing to tell us straight, you know, from the heart." You're not gonna. You're not judgmental. You're not condemning. You know this and that. I said, look, and this is before 9/11, mind you. I said, look, I don't care if a person is Baptist, Lutheran, Catholic, atheist, agnostic, or Muslim. I don't care if a person is black, white, Hispanic, Asian, or pink with purple polka dots. You cut your arm. You, you get a cut on your arm. Blood comes out. It's red, right? He goes, yeah. I said, does, does, this, does this matter to you that I'm white? He goes, no. I said, good. Because I don't give a damn what color you are. Because it's who you are in here that matters. You're a human being. We are members of one race, the human race. And that's all that matters to me.